Digimon Digital Moncast, the podcast where we sit around and watch and talk about Digimon. And in this episode, we're having a couple of drinks. It's going to turn out great. Yeah, one or two. Or three. Mm, just a couple. Mm. I mean, it depends how many standard drinks you count as part of each one. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, really, if you just like never stop, that's one drink, right? Yeah. yeah. Just keep it, just keep it pouring. Just it's get a bit the hard phone because already. we're like recording. It's like so I it's can't like in a, it's like in a drink. video game. It's like in a video game. You're building up that multiplier as long as you just keep it going. You're just not a long, lengthy break this there. Is a, this it's is a fucking combo keep, streak. Keep of tracking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Obviously. that's what I'm going for. Yeah. If we stop, then we lose. There, <laughs> yeah, there was no, no point. The, if we be- yeah, no, exactly. You can you can only get alcohol poisoning if you stop drinking. As long as you just keep it going, you're fine. <laughs> is that how it works? I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm reconsidering a lot of drinking. decisions I've made in my life to at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah, this week, hi, I'm Tyler, and we have huh? Jules. <laughs> I'm already flushed in the this... face. This is bullshit. Ooh, and we have yeah, Joel. this. Yeah, this week I was considering being someone else, but I really didn't have enough time to come up with who that would be. So you're too drunk to be someone else you're at this point. Drunk, you're, you're stuck with me. Really. Unless you like circle around to being so drunk that you become someone else, which I'm curious to see what that would be like. You know, I, I've only blacked out drunk once, so I don't, I don't know what that would be like either. I don't think I've ever gone blackout drunk myself. I'm okay with that. It was, it was freshman year of uh, college. It's a mistake <laughs> I did not make again. It can't be as bad as uh, Zach from TWA. No, yeah, no. I, in general, I like to say it can't be as bad as Zach. <laughs> like, just whatever you happen to be talking about, really. Yeah. yeah. So... I found out today that it's just under a week until uh, the English dub of Try comes out in theaters. Yeah, it's Wednesday. I'm super excited. Which we won't get to see, unfortunately, Jules. Only Joel gets to see it. I mean, I um, Joel can I'm, be a, I'm hoping and better reporter. Like, yeah, no, I mean, like literally, I will be bringing my recorder to it, and I'm hoping uh, a buddy of mine will make it to the show as well, and that we can record our like post-show impressions. Oh, that would be amazing. That actually um, works out pretty well because I was recently—I just remembered this. I was going to bring it up anyway. I was recently offered a. Uh, well, not he's going—he's not going to pay for the ticket there, but he's um, my best friend who frequently travels to Japan. He's got a wedding to go there later this year before he's coming to see me in Australia uh, from America, and essentially he's got a an extra bed in his hotel room. So he's offered me for me to like stay there and us to hang out in Tokyo for a few days, and essentially it's all like. Giant size Gomamon plushes. I will do my yes, best. Please. <laughs> There's going to be a point where I think I might do something similar to Pokemon, where I just walk around and we go to all of the landmarks in the real world arc and just talk about them. Oh yeah, nice. that would be yes, brilliant. Yes, do that because we did that. We did that before when I first went to Tokyo with him, and it was just weird seeing like, oh shit, there's the island where Myotismon stayed. 
There's like, the that exists. Free also, TV if, station. also, if you see any really cool like Sentai Zords, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will do my best. So not only is it one week until the dub comes out, it's two weeks until Try Three comes out in Japan. Ooh. So we're going to finally find out what the deal is with uh, not Ken. With maybe not Ken, possibly Jedi. So, so here's the problem. Now that I know they will, they are dubbing these, or at least they're dubbing the first one. I assume they're going to dub the rest. Maybe they'll say, "Hey, we sold a hun- Yeah, hey, we sold a hundred tickets for this thing. It's not worth it." <laughs> but barring that, like, if I'm going to be able to watch all of these, I kind of don't want spoilers for the rest of it now. <laughs> <laughs> And it's also three weeks until Atmon comes out, which you know, was sooner I, than I thought. I'm, I don't really care about that, even yeah. though I know we're eventually going to have to talk about the it. The thing about Atmon is it really just looks like they wanted to make a yokai watch, but with phones instead of spirits. I mean, <laughs> it's a... Pr- it's appropriate for a like mobile games based version of Digimon that it looks like a super generic and mm. kind of dull and not worth your time it, version of Digimon. It looks yeah, like Yokai Watch, because but with like that's, a brand that's mobile deal. games. Yeah, yeah. It, like I said, it looks like Yokai Watch, but they made a brand deal with Digimon. That's what it looks like. Yeah, because like every time you bring that up, it's my like, first response is just, "Oh, right, that exists." Yokai Watch is like, huge in Japan. Oh yeah. It's massive. It's it's super not in America. Yeah, that's kind of a thing they've been having trouble with. Like, Pokemon's kind of here to stay in America. Well, I say here in America when I'm in Australia. But, you know. <laughs> really anywhere that's not Japan. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's so, a thing I mean, where, like, things in Japan just don't make their way outside, even though the huge cultural touchstones. Yeah. Honestly, with Atmon, I'm looking forward to the games. Because if they play anything like Cyber Sleuth played, they will be amazing. That's fair yeah, enough. They're going to have to lean real heavily on, like, other Digimon. Well, we've already seen that there are Atmon that are just, like, Atmon versions of other Digimon, because Hackmon is in Atmon, and he's also in Try. That's so true. That's true, yeah. He's just, like, a slightly different version of his normal self in Atmon. But, so that can happen. Like that, like that Agumon that's got, like, stuff on his hands? Yeah, the one from um, <laughs> Savers. <laughs> yeah, I literally don't know what to call that. It's I know like hand wrapping. It, it, it's, it's a palette. Sw- it's a palette swap Agumon. It's like a costume for Agumon you unlock in it's Smash shiny Brothers. Agumon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like giant Agumon, except he just has bandages. Or toy Agumon. Or I mean, it's, he's not. He's not that. He's slightly bigger Agumon. You need a Gabumon there, really, for like visual <laughs> comparison to really tell <laughs> the bigger Agumon theory. Oh God damn it! <laughs> You want to get into this episode? I guess. I mean, there's not much else news, we is there? Like, because, we... Yeah, there's, there was a poster came out for Atmon. That's about it. Uh, yeah, look forward next week to my impressions about uh, Try, either on here or as some sort of bonus content. God, I because... really, like, I'm curious because, again, they only, like, finished recording parts of the dub recently. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's going to go. That's, like, way too quick a turnaround. It's, I mean... That's what a lot of anime dubs are like, though. I know. Let's like, be honest. There's like probably there's probably less turnaround between them finishing that dub and the episode releasing as there is for this podcast. I was about to say, like, thank you. Mm. Yeah, I was going to make that exact yeah, probably. joke. 
But the problem is, like, in this case, it's a theatrical release, like, still limited, but still theatrical release of a movie. Like, so it's yeah, weird applying that. Digimon's been in theaters for 15 years. Will there be a new We're... Angela Anaconda segment? I need to know that. There, there has Somehow to be, I right? Doubt it. right? Please. Well, the movie itself, because we have the Japanese version, is like 80 minutes long. But the theaters That's not have it very long for the a theater, theaters have it run. listed as running for 110 minutes. Oh yeah, I mean they've gotta they've gotta have other stuff in there, and then, right? Yeah, other stuff that um, that Fathom has done, the screening company, mm-hmm. they did like the Killing Joke and Resurrection F and stuff like that. Okay, they all had like I went and saw the Killing Joke. They had a similar thing in Australia. It wasn't really good. Don't see it. Um, was it was it an Angela like, Anaconda segment at the beginning of they had the Killing like Joke? Interviews with Mark Hamill at the start, oh, okay. like a twenty-minute interview. So there might be something. Maybe they do an interview with Joshua Seth. Or oh my God, Joel, yeah. you might you actually what? see Joshua if Seth have... like, talking like Ty. <laughs> if they if they have like a spotlight on voice actors from that sh- from the show before that, I will eat that up. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. They did something similar with Resurrection F. It was it was pretty cool. You know what? You know what I hope they do is I hope they just throw that first, um, the first segment of Digimon the movie in there. Like I'd watch that again. <laughs> that'd be pretty neat. Why not? Yeah, that goes it. for about twenty minutes, doesn't it? Yeah, that'd be about that'd be about the right length, right? Yeah. There was also the announcement of the Tri Blu-ray going to the UK. We got the box art and stuff announced for the release date for that. It comes out in December and it has dual audio, so you can watch it in English or Japanese. Which is oh. pretty cool. I like that. But other than that, there's like not really anything. So, so is that I... Blu-ray just is that just part one then? Yes. Yeah, that has to be only just part one. It's just part one. <laughs> be real fucked up again if they just if it was like all three like all three parts at some point and then just like only hey, part one's in English. Hey. <laughs> hey, maybe they recorded all three right now. Like maybe it was just bam bam God, bam. God, that this. would be both Ridiculous crap and also impressive all at once. Like voice actor boot camp. No time for more than one take. You get given the script, you have to <laughs> oh, read it, you've never what? seen it before, go. One I'm take be honest, shit. I'm kind of wondering if there was more than one take for parts of the show. Oh, I doubt probably it. Not. I severely doubt it. Like, I mean, there almost has to not honestly, be to have used that, like, that bit where the girl walked in. Yeah. I assume like half of the shots in this show when they were dubbed they didn't even have a script they just watched it and just kind of like made it up as they went along okay so you know that bit in the simpsons where Krusty's doing yeah. voice like voice recording stuff for like promos or whatever he just comes he walks in. in he just runs down the line yeah, and then like, the bam, bam, uh, tech walk looks up and he's like all right Krusty, we're ready for you now and he's already left the studio yep. <laughs> i imagine that's how recording this one yeah Either way, I'm still excited because it's going to be great regardless. Just a man running in yelling, Pepper Breath, and then running out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's all they need, right? (laughs) Little known known fact about the English language, you can recreate any word you want out of the, like, phenomes involved in Pepper Breath. (laughs) (laughs) Phonemes. Phenomes is a different thing. Phenomes is genetics. Wait, yeah, Yeah. like, I was... (laughs) Phonemes. Phonemes. It's the it's the same letters, just slightly different arrangement. Yes. This is so stupid. This episode. No, this episode's great. I don't know what you're talking about. So, Digimon, you guys. This is. Oh, no, I didn't mean. 25. I didn't mean the Digimon episode. I meant the podcast episode. Yeah. 
I mean, this this isn't worse than normal. I don't think. No. We'll get to the no. we'll get to the okay. question segment and then we'll see. Go on. Oof, yeah. Um, this is episode so, twenty-five, Princess Karaoke, which is a neat little pun because it's a joke on Princess Mononoke. Oh, oh yeah, I guess. yeah. I'm bad at jokes. I didn't. <laughs> I'm the, good uh, at jokes. I'm bad at anime. So. <laughs> well, I mean, Mononoke is a Ghibli movie. It's like it came movie. out. I mean, a... Yeah, no, I'm no, I'm familiar with it. It's just it doesn't. Yeah, it yeah doesn't actually, make, at ma- the forefront of my brain. That Japanese is... title is crap. It's the Sleeping Tyrant, Tonosama Gekomon. That's his name in Japanese. Again, I mean, like it's just descriptive as all the titles are for the Japanese yeah, versions. Right. The DVD one is not funny this time. It's what? Tyrant Shogun Gekomon. Boo! It's one of the boo. accurate translations, unfortunately. So, English dub is the only good title this time. Yeah. Fucking Dark Horse Candidate, Jesus uh, Christ. I noticed in this episode, when we get the opening, um, it's missing sounds. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, like there's not you know how the when, sounds like, of Angemon the Digimon and stuff. Devimon appear, it plays like big dramatic things? Yeah, and also like, this time. Bergemon doesn't screech and stuff in this, it's really weird. So yeah, they so left out like the that. Foley track. That's weird. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's so. that's an audio error in the fucking opening of this episode. How wait? How would that even happen? How do they not just you drag just and have drop the same track that you use? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Like, like you how have. How does that work? <laughs> like we do this part of things as like podcasters, like. I've edited an episode of Teenage with Attitude. You drag you and drop have the, the same MP3. Yeah, yeah, it's the same fucking thing every time. How do you do this? So Ty runs the recap on this episode about <laughs> even though even though he was not involved in that episode at all. No. Like, how does he know any of this shit? Because mm-hmm. it's from the future, remember? Yeah, but like, do you seriously think Izzy told him this? Okay, Izzy probably told yes. him this whole story. <laughs> but do you think Ty actually listened to this whole story? Hmm, good point. Hmm. Probably not. There's no way he didn't tune out, like, five seconds in. Maybe this is, like, old Ty, when he's, like, writing his memoirs. And he just needs... Remember we oh, yeah, so, yeah, so that... he, like... So, like, he got everyone to email them... Email him their, like, personal, like... Their Write-ups of everything that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. remember, as we found out, that Ty in Try will not sound any different... To tie in adventure, I try. Jesus. Oh god. Um. So the opening of this episode, they're on the fucking swan boat. I just (laughs) time to swan boat. Zero fucking boat. Okay, so we really need to talk about what on the swan boat means. Okay, so Joe and Ty (laughs) are sitting in the seats pedaling the boat. Agumon is on the roof, just kind of, like, relaxing. Yeah, just chilling. And Gomamon is the figurehead. Yeah, he's kind of like, <laughs> he's basically just being pushed by the swan boat instead of swimming himself. Yeah, he's no, just, like, he's like one of the mermaid figureheads, he's just on the front of the swan Goma, boat. Gomamon is not only helping pedal the swan boat, he's actively hindering yeah. it. Yeah. So, okay, when we last saw Ty and Joe, they were at a mountain, yeah, so they went left at the mountain, or right, whichever was, way they yeah, went at the there mountain. There was a fork in the road. up with Matt yeah. and TK. Yeah. So they obviously went that direction, then turned around and went back past the diner to get the swan boat. Yeah. Which was on a lake. Or the swan boat ap- appears to you when you most need it. 
<laughs> it's like the r- room of fucking requirement, but a swan boat? Yeah, it's a swan boat of requirement. With how much this fucking boat's turned up, probably. I, so, I just... What? I love this. I love this scene but, so much. Okay, oh, like, yeah. like, here's the thing as well, though. Like everything included in this episode, this swamp boat, this scene itself is completely unnecessary. None of this episode takes place over water, really. Like, yeah. so literally, all that happens. I'm sorry. In this scene... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unnecessary. Okay. Like, <laughs> not so unnecessary. All that happens in this scene <laughs> is Agumon and Gomamon are like, "Hey, can't you make this boat go any faster?" And then, obviously, Ty and Joe are like, um, we're the ones pedaling. How about you help? And they're just like, oh, we'd love to, but our legs don't reach the pedals. <laughs> Which is actually a fair like, point. I'm sorry, Gomamon, but you can turn into a giant walrus and just swim. He could, and but... And carry that requ- everyone. That requires energy, but also, like, imagine, like... And paddling a boat doesn't? Wait. Yeah, yeah, no, paddling a boat is completely <laughs> free work. Like, no, but yeah. at the same time, it requires, I think, less energy than... Actually, mm, yeah, you're kind of, you're kind of right. Well, but I mean, also, he's done it before well, when he carried Joe back to ima- Fire Island. But imagine Gobamon's, like, the way is Those boats aren't built with someone in mind with Gobamon's physiology. Like, he can't really <laughs> see. I want to see Greymon shoved in there pedaling that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing next. <laughs> oh, gosh. So... I would argue the rest of this episode is extraneous, and this is the important part. It's a pretty great scene. I just because Gomamon, he's just the best. Well, I like I like that. Like after they give them crap about, oh yeah, you guys are the only ones who can pedal it. Ty just says, you know, we'd be able to go a lot faster if we threw you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they land the boat on a beach. So wait, wait, no, I just want to say one more thing about this: is after they have that little exchange, like we get a close-up of Ty, and then we get a close-up of Agumon, and then we get a reaction shot from the swan boat. Yes, we do. It has a <laughs> there's a scene, the there's a scene where the camera, quote-unquote camera, just, like, focuses in on the boat itself. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> yeah. on the face of the swan. And, I'm, like, pretty why? Sh- I'm pretty sure that's one it's, of the candidates for the screen cap for this episode. Oh, no, it's, there's, it's a, like there's, that a there's a much better one. There's a better one. It's like still. that scene in Arrested Development where, um... Job has his uh, puppet, oh, yes. Franklin, yes. and like the camera does a dramatic zoom on George Sr., then on Job, then on the puppet. Yep. Yep. I kind of might make this an avatar of mine somewhere on my social media <laughs> like presence. <laughs> just, just like yeah, what you need is a gif of it zooming in on Ty's face and Agumon's face in the swan, <laughs> swan boat. boat. <laughs> so they land the boat um, on a beach, and then there's just like a huge palace on a cliff, like, right next to the beach, and they're like, man, look at that palace. And they're like, okay, I guess we have to go up there, because Ty looks at his Digivice, and he can see there's someone inside, and he just sort of instinctively knows it's Mimi. Yeah! Yep, that's Mimi, all right. So, like, we've talked before about how this new power of the Digivice to, like, locate other Digidestined is just weird and unexplained out of nowhere. But, like, it seems to get more powerful every episode. Yeah, because now he knows who it is he's looking for. And yeah. it's not just a Digivice. This this episode is actually full of, like, information nobody should know. Oh, yeah. Ultimate, totally. So they climb up a lot of stairs, and, like, a lot of stairs to reach the top of this cliff. Joe asks, like, how do they get their mail up here? <laughs> Which, you wouldn't think Digimon get mail, but... They Im- you immediately. I mean, know that I they assume do from this I, next scene. 
I assume there's a male Dramon who delivers it. <laughs> I was just called so Male Mon. Like, <laughs> they reach the, the doors of the palace. You know what? We can open. we can call it both. As we'll see soon, it doesn't matter. Oh, you yeah. have a point. It doesn't matter what the name of the Digimon is. So they open the palace doors and they look through and there's just two types of Digimon running around. Geckomon, who are like frog men with weird <laughs> creepy tongues that have holes in them. They're yes. disgusting. I don't like them. Yes, Geckomon, who are frog men. <laughs> That's, you're not wrong, yeah. but it, it's the fact There's that There's no cr- real man to it. They're just like frogs no, that but walk they on two stand legs. Up and, mm, they walk like, like men. They're like tubers that are like hooked like, around Kermit them. the Frog is more of a frog man than this thing is. Yeah. You have a point and there. Then, Kermit, Kermit the Frog is the biggest actually, frog man. Actually, wait, no, I take it back. Diver men are... Divermon are frog men. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We also Get have it? Otamamon. Who are like tadpoles and they're adorable and I love them. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it must really suck to go from Otamamon to Geckomon. But like, okay, I don't like, know. Geckomon, Geckomon get those sweet horns. Yeah, but they're sure. kind of permanently embedded into you. Like yeah, they can't take them off. Which, which I should specify, not horns like you'd think of, like a like a ram would. No, have, like an like, instrument. No. Yeah, no. They have they have baritones wrapped around. Yeah, they're their tuba asses. Yeah. yeah. And then they've like, and yeah, like I said, they've got holes in their tongues. Like, their tongues are like triple barreled. It's really fucked up. It's gross. And they've got what, like googly like, eyes what constantly. Does that, what does that accomplish? Like, That's having how they holes made... in the tip of your tongue. Like, <laughs> no. What? That is not the worst thing I've said in this podcast. This is true. I mean, that's not even that's not even the worst way for something to mate. Have I, exactly. Do you guys know how bed bugs oh, reproduce? Yeah, yes, that's <laughs> been over this. That's literally what I brought up on the Duoja Bonus episode of Teenagers with Attitude. Go we've check been that out, over folks. This. Fuck, God damn it! That's why it was on my mind. Actually, <laughs> fuck, I plagiarized one of my co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Plagiarize a podcast co-host on a podcast that you regularly host as well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, so, I'm really upset I missed that episode. That was a good episode. It was. We should so, do another one. Um, one of the Geckomon notices the group walking in, and it's like, are you guys here to deliver the triple hot fudge Sunday for the princess? And in unison, they all go, that's not us. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to this, but like, there's a lot of them talking in unison, and it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So another Geckomon says, no, they're here to deliver the bacon chili cheeseburger with fries and a supersized milkshake. And again, they say, that's not us either. And then another Geckomon says, of course not. They're here to deliver the garden fresh salad. And then they all with say, we'd like sa- to ask a question, fat- if you don't mind. Sorry, Low fat dressing, no dessert. Like... Clearly, whoever this mystery person who's ordering all this stuff is, who could it be, is <laughs> yeah, um, is trying to be health conscious all of a sudden. So yeah, the Geckomons start fighting. It's like, so what did this princess really order? It's like, oh, she ordered this and this. And then Ty tries to go, you know, have you seen a girl with a big hat? We're looking for her. And then the Otamamon interrupt him to talk about how now all that she wants now is clothes. What clothes she's after. I wonder who this mysterious person could be that wants food and clothes. I mean, it's mm, me. Polka dot dress, pink leather pink leather pants with matching boots and accessories. Mm. Not gonna lie, I was having a weird revelation going, <laughs> I mean, if I could just ask for this shit and have it given to me, 
I would do this. <laughs> mm. So Joe and Ty, I couldn't. Name. I couldn't le- wear leather pants. I, that's oh, that <laughs> that, that's quitters talk, Joel. <laughs> Look, so, I value comfort above all else. Like, I, I mean, look, I like looking, I like looking good, but ugh, leather pants would not be comfortable. Mm. I mean, mm, you got a, you got a point, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So, Joe and Ty say, "Man, this princess sounds spoiled and picky." And then the gecko mon shout out, "The princess is coming!" And then they all just like scatter. So, <laughs> obviously, the princess is Mimi. She comes out in like a what? big princess dress. What? How? How could this be? I love when she comes out in her like fancy princess dress and she sees Joe and Ty and immediately just goes, Oh, bummer. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're here. For people. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, like if you were if you were if you were enjoying your like weekend and you walk out into your living room and Joe and Ty are sitting there. Like, yeah, shit. I suppose. That's like, kind of going to ruin it. It's like, it's not, I'm not going to lie. Of, if any of, of them... all ex- the Digi-Destin. If any of them except for maybe up. Izzy and Sora or Gomamon, I would be, like, disappointed. <laughs> be like, oh. Yeah, like, any of the Digimon are there, great. Yeah. They're all fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is like... Mm. Really? Yeah, really mm. the Digimon are better off without the Digi-Destin. Yeah, we've I mean, been kind of saying that. the whole that. time. Yeah. They say, oh, we should have known that the spoiled princess was Mimi. And Mimi says, don't call me that. It's princess now. Wow, okay, Mimi. Rude. I mean, um, when you've been made a princess wait, I'm, and given I'm everything sorry, you want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's rude? They were the ones who failed to address her by her proper title. Precisely. You see someone <laughs> dressed like that who's been called a princess like by everyone else? Come on. I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure by definition, if you're royalty... You can't be rude. Only she's other people royalty, can be rude though. to you. She's I mean, a princess. Yeah, she's a princess. No, she she told them to call her princess. She's not actually a princess. But the others call them like the other Gekamon and stuff call her princess. It's because she threatens them. <laughs> I mean, okay, like, maybe maybe of... we need to have a history lesson here. But do you know how most monarchs? <laughs> yeah, <do> <laughs> I was to say like Tyler, that's not that's kind of status quo. To be completely honest, so. We cut to Demi Devamon, who again is in the weird thorn forest, talking to Myotismon through the portal, mm-hmm. and he says, don't worry, I've got a great plan at the palace, and if Mimi keeps up her spoiled ways, her crest of sincerity will be useless. To be fair, it's not like the worst plan in theory to completely, no, a, like, ruin okay, someone's like, sincerity I mean, and actually, this, like... Honestly, this is the most coherent plan they've had so far. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The crest of sincerity, or as, as it is in Japan, purity, like mm. ruining ruining <laughs> that by like preying on somebody's vanity and like feeding their That's ego to the point where they like lose focus on like other people. Like that that's a pretty good plan. I don't know about yeah. you, but there's nothing more pure than a gi- giant chocolate fudge sundae and a double bacon cheeseburger. That does sound really appetizing. Yep. I could probably get that right now if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. We might so find we time for a the break. Group at the palace. <laughs> Ty and Joe want Mimi to leave with them, but she doesn't want to go anywhere because she's a princess and she's having a wonderful time I mean, in her enormous palace with all of her servants. Yeah, I mean, let's let's think about this for a second. She has whatever food she wants at request. She is able to bathe and like cl- wear different clothing whenever she wants. 
She's in shelter, and they want to take her back to the fucking desert. Yeah. Yep. Because of an old man who, like, like, like clearly they could avoids just say, them. Okay, Mimi, stay here. We'll go find everyone else, and then we'll all come back and just live at the castle. Yeah. Yeah, that would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, they found yeah, her. Okay. She's not going anywhere. No, fuck hmm. that. Why would she? So we hear Palmon say something from, like, in another room. And Joe's like, oh, thank God, a voice of reason. Please come talk to Mimi. Which, and then, okay, Joe, have you met Palmon? Yeah. Like, all the Digimon are, frankly, like, more perceptive and smarter than the Digidestin counterparts. But still, out of all of them, it is Palmon. She's kind of like... I would I would never call Palmon the voice of reason. No. Never. No, the voice of something, maybe, but reason is not it. The voice of so, kindness, voice of, like, actual sincerity, but not necessarily... Voice of like, encouragement, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yes, but not <laughs> I love this scene, because Joe says, please come talk to Mimi, and then Palmon steps out from around the corner in a matching dress with Mimi's, and says, oh, you mean the princess? <laughs> and the guys all just fall over. They're like, ah. Yeah, Palmon's fully drank the Kool-Aid on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so Ty tells him, it's like, okay, you guys need to leave, like, change into your normal clothes and leave. Uh, and he says, I'm not leaving until you come with them. And everyone else agrees, and they all sit down and won't leave her room. So she rings a bell, a bunch of Geckomon show up, and throw them out of the palace. Yeah, like... I mean, <laughs> all right. That, fair enough. Like, yeah. like they came into this palace and disrespected the uh, like ruler of the palace. That's that's fair play. Yeah. They just straight up like pick them up and throw them. They have a drawbridge on this palace, which we didn't see nope. before when they entered. They kind of just opened the door, so I don't know where this drawbridge is. Who knows where fucking anything is at this point? <laughs> they were supposed to be on server. Did they the accidentally continent. come in the back door? Like, though, they were supposed to be on serving the continent, and then they just suddenly paddled across water to get somewhere, went to a mountain on the Falcon Road, then clearly went back and paddled back to somewhere else to find this castle. Who the fuck knows at I this assume point? that, because the boat was on the lake, right? Maybe it's just a really big lake. What yeah, the- if the, what if the swan boat spontaneously creates water for them to, like, paddle it through? <laughs> <laughs> And then by using the swan boat, you're, like, accidentally flooding the homes yeah, of that millions dis- of Digimon. Yeah, that destroys whole ecosystems. That swan boat is the great destroyer. <laughs> it's a tool I mean, of it's, destruction. It's a, cursed, it's a cursed item, absolutely. Yeah. So, when they've been thrown but out... But who can resist it? Who, who can boat. resist the swan boat, <laughs> yeah. honestly? Who can Seriously. resist the swan boat? <laughs> so, after they got thrown out, Ty's like, man, I wonder what happened to her to make her act like this. And also, like, how did she become a princess? Because that was kind of sudden. Um, and the gecko. Yeah, I like how nobody really questions that part. Like, Mimi's <laughs> a princess? Yeah, okay, that checks out. Yeah, like, of course she would be. Let's be honest here. So the gecko mon are like, so, do you really want to know? And they take <laughs> them to another, like, separate building next to the palace. Okay, one of them, I forget which, because I always, like, rewatch this whole recording with the sound off, because it'd be impossible to record otherwise <laughs> um so i'm just relying on subtitles but somebody asks you're not taking us to an evil digimon are you that's joe pretty sure yeah i mean that would joe. be the most joe question yeah, just like, but it's also oh, a, god 
I mean, but, it's a fair thought, but like, if they were, would they really say yes? <laughs> I mean, oh, Joe's yeah, totally. You guys are screwed. Like that. But where they take? Oh yeah, is, totally. Like, like, yeah. I mean, this is Devimon reincarnated. He's gonna like wreck your shit. <laughs> of course, obviously. The, the place I they mean, take them yeah. is like kind of bizarre because there's a giant just stage, complete with microphone, lights, speakers. And a disco ball. What's weird about that? That's basically the room I record these podcasts in. I was about to say. Do you live in like a weird Digimon palace? I mean, it's my bedroom, but yeah, sure. <laughs> we can call it that. And there's also like a giant red monster just sitting on this stage. Yeah, with his back turned to Yeah, else. again, again, As nothing out of the ordinary here. You don't have a red so, monster in your room? Geckomon say, this is our master, Lord Shogunmon. Which, no, that's that's not his name. That's not his no, name. No, that's not his name not at his, all. That's not his name whatsoever. It's very much not his name. Nope. <laughs> they say that he's been sleeping uh, because he lost a singing contest over 300 years ago and entered a deep depression and fell asleep and never woke up. Same. Okay, like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, was this... Did anyone look this up? Was this the same plot as the Japanese version? I did not they change things up. for this? I can look this up real quick. <laughs> I was I was curious, but, like, I didn't... Like, I typically watch this, like, right before we start recording. No, yeah, fair I enough. I didn't look that up. I only, also, I, I was already... I had already had been drinking by the time I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> So they say that the only but, way like, to I'm wake curious, them up... I'm curious if they changed anything here, because this feels like a very sanitized for American children who can't handle serious shit. But again, this episode is, is also very music-focused, so I wouldn't be surprised if that was the original right, well, plot. That's the thing, that's why I'm asking, is because, like, there's clearly, a, like, a karaoke focus here. So, like, how much could they possibly have changed? The Gekko won't say the only way to wake him up is a voice as beautiful as his. Which, we're going to hear his voice, and that doesn't seem like a high bar to clear. No, it really doesn't. So the, um, the Gekko like, I'm say, super out of practice, and I'm pretty sure I could beat him in a contest. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> I sing like Ty. Nah, I sing like Agumon. Okay, um, I, I, really appreciate, <laughs> I, appreciate, I really appreciate the work you put into uh, Ranger Call Jewels, but I'm kind of glad I'm the one who's on <laughs> singing it. <laughs> yeah, if anyone hasn't seen that, Jules wrote a song about Power Rangers. Okay, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I did not write a song. I took existing lyrics yeah. well, from Jules a, changed the lyrics to popular Oasis song Wonderwall. Yeah. To, to popular white boy with guitar randomly turning up yeah. the party's song. It's not Wonderwall. an original song. Fuck I no, actually, we I should actually, make that clear. I actually re-recorded that recently because when I first recorded that, that was before I got an actual proper mic. Oh, it was just on my yes. shitty like headset. I was and going, I was going. I was old not stuff. happy with the audio quality of that at all. So I was I'm going like, okay, I have st- I have actual equipment now. I'm gonna sing this proper. I was going through old stuff recently. I just came across it. I was like, oh right, I I have made a lot of weird dumb shit, haven't I? <laughs> like yeah. I've been responsible some for some things. <laughs> if you're um, if you, if if listener, if you haven't heard that, we actually have it on I. Uploaded it to our fan art page on the website. It's just www.audioentropy.com slash fan art. I can see uh, it along I, with my Eeyore. I, pretty great. Eeyore is the creator. Yeah, I uploaded the, 
Yep, I uploaded the re- the uh, re-recording of it to YouTube the using. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, using using a fantastic uh, drawing Jules did of uh, Eeyore as Tommy the Green Ranger. My mother has framed that it's drawing, by the way. That's good. Fantastic. It's a fantastic drawing. It's such a good drawing. Thank you. <laughs> so, the uh, Gecko Mon say, even though we all love music, none of us can sing. Which, there's a I mean, lot that's... of Gecko Mon. I can't believe that none of them are good singers. Although, on the other hand, like that's super fair. Like, I appreciate that point. Like, you can love music and appreciate music, and like even like understand music. Without being good at it. Like, oh that's, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there's that's, me. that's pretty that's pretty normal, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, one of the Otamamon says that a strange Digimon, and we get like a sort of mini flashback to them seeing Demi Devimon at the front door to the palace. Uh, told us where we could find a girl with a voice good enough to wake him up. Um, do you guys remember? That I think it was like episode seven or something. Mimi could not sing. Yeah, like it was a whole joke <laughs> that she had a terrible singing voice. Yep. Apparently, she's been practicing. Yeah, because now she's like super good. They found Mimi, obviously. Who maybe maybe the crest of sincerity is really the crest of like sincerity. Like when she got the crest, she became great at singing. I'm not even gonna pay that one, Joel. No. No. That's that's not Yeah, I figured I figured the deafening silence after I said that was probably a bad sign. I I am glad both Tyler and I just fucking know. Mimi starts singing this really weird song. Okay, so let me just say this about this song. I had one hundred percent completely forgotten this song. Oh no, I remembered the whole thing. There was no let me finish. (laughs) <laughs> there was, like, no part of my brain that registered this as a thing until I heard her start singing, and it all came back. Yeah. Like, I had repressed this somewhere deep. <laughs> yeah, it's... She's singing a song about singing a song. Yeah, it's literally about... A, it's a song to wake up <laughs> this yeah. guy. Like, it's serious. Like, what the fuck? She's singing a song <laughs> about how she's going to sing a song to wake up Shogun Gekomon. I'm gonna sing you a song. <laughs> okay, here we go. A song about a singing a song. <laughs> Apparently, in the Japanese version, the song she sang was the end credits theme, which is which nice. Is so much, which is it's really so much cool. better. It reminds which, me of, so much um, better of a thing. Which now in... I want to imagine D- Mimi singing the Digimon theme song, <laughs> 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 like with all the di- 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 Digimon. <laughs> Oh, God. It reminds me of, um, there's an episode of Stargate where one of them got into, like, an elevator and they were humming the main theme to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jokes like jokes like that always get me. There's a few other shows that have done something like that. Yeah. I know in uh, Power Rangers Dino Charge, the uh, most recent one, one of the uh, actors in it, uh, the Blue Ranger, he basically is humming the Sentai version of the theme song in one episode. That's pretty good. So yeah, this is still in a flashback, by the yeah, way. But, when yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my um, favorite. I think my favorite version of that was um, in Clone High. Um, at one point, we get we, there's a scene with a pep rally, and the like marching band is playing the theme to the Clone High TV show theme song as That's like a cool song. I, I love stuff like that where they yeah. put 
the theme song in and just don't acknowledge it yeah. at all. It's just a song that apparently exists in that universe as well. Yeah. It's really cool. So, um, in this flashback while Mimi is singing, Shogun Gekomon's weird, like, uh, what would you call that thing? It's like a ponytail, kind of? Yeah. But it's like made it's... of flesh. <laughs> ponytail so, like, made of no, flesh. There's... Great. Well, I mean, there is, I think, a technical term for that, because that's an actual, I mean, not that exact thing, but there's something similar that animals can have. Mm, it's kind of like a tail, but it comes out of his head. Hold on, just some tweets. Yeah, uh, Tell us about your flesh tail. ponytails at the digital monocast. Oh, stop, stop tweeting. No. So it's it's basically it's basically like Sylveon where like it's got it that, is, those ribbon yeah. things, yeah. but those ribbon things are its flesh. Tendrils? Yeah. But there's only one of them here. Yeah. So tendril. Yeah. And it, it kinda like when he wakes up it like stands up. I mean we yeah, I mean who hasn't dealt with that? <laughs> like I said, you don't have a red monster in your room? Right. So, <laughs> Mimi's singing, and he's starting to wake up, and the Gekko Mon like, oh my god, he's waking up. But then she forgets the words. She's like, oh, I forget. Which, it Which, sounds like okay. you're making this song up on the spot. Yeah, so, so how do you Mimi has words? previously learned a song about waking up Shogun Gekko Mon. I'm pretty Ooh. sure they must have, like, just gotten her to practice a little bit beforehand. Like, that's the only reason Maybe? I can think of. But here's the thing. Like, according to their own lore, like, she doesn't have to sing a specific song. She that's just needs true. to sing as beautifully as he does. It doesn't matter what she sings. She could sing fucking Wonderwall for all they care. <laughs> oh, man. I, I've i got a voice commission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... The Gecko Mon give her this. Okay, we're gonna come back to that, but I want you both to come up with what song you'd sing to wake up Shogun Gecko Mon. Okay, we'll do. Hmm. So yeah, the Gecko Mon give her a huge feast to get her to remember the words to the song, and she's like, "Oh, this is great! All this food." Uh, And then she starts singing again, and then stops in the middle of the song. She's like, "Can we get some spotlights? Maybe a disco ball? Get some hair and makeup? Maybe some costumes?" I'm not really feeling it. <laughs> and they're like, okay, fine. And then we see her again with lights and a disco ball, and she's in her princess dress. And then she starts to sing, and goes, you know what? I'm really tired. I'm not going to go sing. Well, don't forget that also all the Otamamon and Gekamon in the audience now have maracas in one hand and a, s- a tambourine in yes, the other. Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, and like the ones on stage are wearing hula skirts. Like, yeah. she got backup dancers yeah. and like crowd support. Yeah. And then she doesn't sing because she's too tired. I mean, and hair and makeup is a long process. Like I've done. Basically, the gist of this is that she, if she doesn't get treated like a princess, she's threatening not to sing to wake up Shogun Gekomon. Yeah, she's gone full diva. Never go full diva. The Digimon, like back in the present, the Otamamon and Gekomon are begging Tai and Joe to you know, help her see reason so they can wake up Shogun Gekomon. And Tai's like, "Don't worry, I've got this." Give me the microphone. I'm gonna sing. Oh boy, this was really, like I said, awakening because I sing as badly yeah. as Ty is about to sing. Ty cannot sing. It's pretty bad. So I want to know, like, 
is Joshua Seth not a good singer? And this was just him legitimately not like. <laughs> yeah, because we know that his voice, actual voice, is just like Ty, which I kind of find well, that a thing, little endearing, to be honest. And the thing is, you can usually tell if somebody who's like trained in singing or is good at singing tries to sing badly. Like you can tell the difference between somebody pretending to be bad at singing and somebody who actually can't sing. Well, he just sounds like someone who doesn't know how to sing, pretending to be bad at it. Right, because. Because the um the the problem with like good training on like vocal stuff is you can't really hide that training. Hmm. Like I say, he hasn't had singing training, and he's just pretending to be bad. So that's what like, it sounds like. Like <laughs> I I come from a this seems stupid to say, but I've come from a long line of like sing people who are good at singing. Like my family, <laughs> there's a lot of talent in my family, and like. Like, my aunt was our music teacher in high school. Okay. Like, I've had training in it since I was in elementary school, and, like, there's a certain amount of natural talent there. If I tried to sing, like, intentionally badly, I would still probably be mostly on pitch or be, like, obviously avoiding the proper pitch because, like, it's just – you can't dodge those instincts. <clears throat> See, I don't know. But he if, doesn't seem to be doing that. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's intentionally being bad. Because seriously, I heard this and went, "Oh, that's literally how I sound when I sing." Yeah, no, it like, sounds bad, it sounds it's... like somebody who's not good at carrying a tune, who's not trying to carry a tune. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound like someone who can't sing, trying to sing and being bad at it. Sounds like but someone like, who well, can't sing, yeah. trying to be bad at singing. Yeah. <laughs> But then, because it doesn't work, obviously, Ty can't sing, Joe has a go. And his song is not the same song, it's the Joe version of he, the song. He, he billifies it within his, his language. This, this was really kind of disconcerting for me, because I have a friend who actually kind of talks like this. <laughs> yeah, me too. I have a friend like, who talks like he, Joe. Yeah, like, he... You can tell what he's trying to say, but he takes so long to say it and, like, dances around the point. Like, I can't help myself when he's, like, talking stuff when we're doing role-playing or whatever. I can't help myself but, like, mentally say, okay, you could just say this. Just say that word. <laughs> like, I try to stop doing that because it's, like, super rude, but, like, he over-explains everything. <laughs> so... That doesn't work, obviously, because Joe can't sing. And then Gomamon and Agumon. I feel like Joe probably do could have done all right if he would have like practiced a bit and yeah, focused on what he Joe wanted to say. Seems to have had sounded... like, the best chance, honestly. Yeah, like because it sounded like he had a handle on pitch and everything, but he was he had no rhythm. Str- he, he changed right. yeah, all exactly. the words. He was taking too shit. long to sing the song that he wasn't like. Making it a good song. But dear God, the dance of his... Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, his dance is pretty bad. But then, after he finishes, Gomamon and Agumon do, like, a duet. And it's great. Is it a duet? It's more it's like they're both really. independently like singing at the same Agumon time. Agumon is singing, and Gomamon's just kind of like... I don't know, he's like doing acapella, basically? <laughs> he's... He's doing a Bulk and Skull duet where yeah. one of them is singing, the other is just kind of, like, echoing what he said. Yeah. It, it's, like, bad, but it's it's fun. Because <laughs> you see the two of them just, like, on stage with these microphones. I'm almost disappointed that it's only 
Joe and Ty here, because I would have loved if Mimi was the last one and all of them got a try it, because I want to see, like, Izzy and Tentamon give a shot at this, like... Oh god, I totally would listen to an Izzy Tentamon duet. I'm imagining Izzy doesn't sing, he does, like, William Shatner-style covers. <laughs> yes, no, like exactly. spoken word? Just spoken word versions of a I song. Want to That's what Izzy does. Sing you a song. A song yep. that I'll sing. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point Palmon walks in and she's like, Hey, why did you guys leave? Um, um Palmon Mimi kicked them out? Yeah. I They I... were literally thrown out the door. Yeah, when somebody leaves through the front window, Palmon, they're not just leaving. I don't know (laughs) if, like, Palmon is deliberately fucking with them. Seriously, because I remember when I am... She's just I am 100%, yeah, I'm 100% convinced Palmon did not pick up on what happened there. But also, like, I remember we had a very early theory that Palmon was just a lot smarter than she ever let on, just to mess with people. No, I'm, at this point, I don't, I don't really go for that. I think Palmon is... I think Palmon is the, like, super naive, like, completely buys into everything thing, and Tentomon is the one who is, yes, yeah, like, uh, super sardonic about everything. Especially oh, after yeah. the last episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Palmon's like, yeah, I know this Mimi's been, like, kind of crazy lately. What's up with that? See, if, if Palmon's noticing that, you've got a problem. Yeah. yeah. So she agrees <laughs> to help them... If Palmon is at your intervention, you really need to take stock of your life, (laughs) because... Oh, fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she agrees to help them to get Mimi to sing, so that they can leave. I really like that, like, Palmon hasn't bought into any of this bullshit, and she's just been along for the ride, like, playing dress-up and, like, doing the whole princess thing because it's fun. Yeah, because why wouldn't she? And, like, yeah, because, like, she has, like, no ego, really. (laughs) So we cut to the group hiding on a balcony outside, I guess, Mimi's bedroom. Yeah. Um, and Ty just pulled some fucking recording equipment from God knows where. I mean, I mean, do you guys do you guys not re- carry recording equipment with you everywhere you go? I guess he could have gotten it from the stage they had set yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, they but... love music. They obviously have some sort of setup ready to go. I guess. But okay, okay. So you guys, we cut so you guys having... don't travel around with, like, a sure SM57 and, like, an extra mixer and stuff. <laughs> I used case. to, but then my doctor told me it'd be bad for my back, and i got to take care of my knees. All right, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so the plan here is that Palmon apparently got a karaoke machine for Mimi. And that Ty will record the karaoke machine so they can wait, play it back. Wait, he's recording somebody without letting them know that he's recording them? What kind of a there monster are no would do that? There are no world. I hate you, Joel. <laughs> so much. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Man, what an, what an asshole thing to do. Yeah, yeah, just hit the record button on some external program. This is a surprisingly program. good plan, so thus I can only assume it was Joe's idea. So I just, like, yeah, no, it. there's no way. I don't know. On the other hand, this has a like oblivious invasion of privacy aspect of it that I feel only Ty could come up with. Yeah, this is very much like the stock standard. Honestly, remove the fact that it's singing they're recording. This is two boys recording a girl in her room. I feel point. like this was a thing Ty came up with in the abstract. 
yeah. that Joe, without thinking of the implications, like enabled. Yeah, yeah, Ty would have come up with the, what if we record her singing and play it back? And then Joe would have come up with the specifics of the character. Yeah, Joe would have show. been like, oh yeah, we could do it like this. Never thinking about, oh wait, we're recording somebody without them knowing. <laughs> like, okay, with these two, you've got Ty, who does not see, I imagine, this is just you know, me talking out of my ass. Just this is Ty, who doesn't see anything like age or gender or race or class or anything like that. No, he just no, sees people I don't to, think he would. He just sees people no. to facilitate his own bravado meanwhile joe yeah that's the that's it, the thing about ty like he also he's doesn't 11. he can't do anything maliciously <laughs> because he cannot conceive of other people to an extent to like do intentional harm to them and meanwhile joe is very much the same but except instead of seeing people to bolster his bravado he sees you know um factors into worrying about shit so <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it, everything it's, joe it's does is either yeah, it's either in service of him, like, placating an insecurity of his own, or of trying to establish his worth. To and then people. you combine those two as a duo. <laughs> and these are courage and reliability. Like, these are the aspects of them. <laughs> yeah, so, this, is a, this is a really bad combination. Yeah. <laughs> so despite how, like, this plan, uh, Mimi spots the cables heading out of the karaoke machine onto the balcony. Yeah, this uh, is a, like, like bizarrely like like perceptive thing for her. To yeah, do. there's the word I was looking for. Yep, because she sees the cables hitting out, and she can see out the balcony. She can see Gomamon's hand, Ty's hair, and Agumon's head. Just like yeah, they're all doing the fucking worst job of hiding. How? Like yeah. his thing. They don't need to. They're watch in a her. goddamn Professor Layton game. <laughs> yes, yep. like. But the thing is, like, they're recording audio. They don't need to watch her. So why are they so bad at hiding? They could hiding? have just, like, gotten the karaoke machine, put the recorder inside of it, and then, like, had Palmon bring it to them yeah. later. Yeah. I've got a recorder set up right now to record this conversation as a backup. I'm not looking at that damn thing. It could have no. died for all I but know. But you set up without fucking telling us in the first place, and we have, like, an, <laughs> an hour of audio, which I don't know what I said. I can't remember, and now I'm scared. Yeah, that was an hour ago. Jules, I am way drunker than you are. I'm pretty sure if there's anything incriminating on there, it's on me, No, but I'm you. also a fucking chatterbox, and I just say shit even when sober. Yeah, so, but you say that on mic when you know you're being recorded. No, you but have I think, no I, I'm room consciously to saying that, I... You have a point, so but still. Mimi spots the cables. <laughs> and she just goes, oh, something's going on here. So she screams into the microphone, which makes the guys outside jump. Yeah, I actually, I actually kind of like this, because yeah. this is a good way to play that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you realize they're being recorded. Okay, fuck with whoever's listening. Yeah, and also I like yeah. just that it's a good screen cap of just, like, all of them, like, yelling, even though Ty's the only one with headphones on. <laughs> like, Ty got the worst yep. of it. I mean, that's the thing. Ty yells, and then Joe yells, because Ty's yelling. And then Agumon and Gomon start yelling. <laughs> so, Mimi just throws everyone, including Palmon, into her dungeon. Yeah, she has a dungeon now. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what you do when you're royalty, right? Like, 100 years dungeon. <laughs> One million years dungeon. I'm pretty sure, like, when you get a dungeon, you just, like, if you don't put anyone in there, it's just... Like that's it's taking when space. you like, get a dungeon. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, like, it's, it's, it's like not an if... It's not if you throw somebody in there, it's when. Yeah. You're inevitably going to have a dungeon at some point in your like, life. Let's be you real. Either, you either get deposed or reign long enough to become Lemon Grab. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm just saying, Tyler, like, I'm not specifying what kind of dungeon it is, but either way, if you don't put someone in there, it's just sitting there. It's just empty space taking up room. Yeah, you don't get, you don't build or inherit a dungeon without using it. Yeah. <laughs> so with everyone being thrown in the dungeon, do we want to take a break? Because I need another drink. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, right. I've been we'll be going. I've bit. been going light, but I'm drinking straight gin, so that's probably. <laughs> You've been going like Jesus Christ, Joel. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back. I do need to refill though, because I am out. God damn it! All right. back from quite frankly the most prolonged break in existence shit that was a long break what happened god what we were just gonna like each grab like you know top off our drinks and go to the bathroom and joel how long we spent an hour and a half (laughs) we spent an hour and a half talking about like our respective like times growing up and like like the oh, differences man. between me growing up in rural, rural like fucking America and Australian cities. So we've also probably had like a couple drinks each. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I don't know how to qualify it at this point. I've just been sipping on pure gin for the last. Like, <laughs> I've been drinking three rum, hours. So yeah, <laughs> we left off. I'm pretty sure. With everyone in prison, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that I mean that 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 reflects like the state I feel I'm in mentally right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mimi threw everyone in in the dungeon, including Palmon, uh, and said, "Man, you guys suck. I, I'm the princess. Screw you guys." I mean, yeah, when you're a princess, why not? <laughs> uh. Okay, we've been paused for so long, like the subtitles got turned off on now. <laughs> So I gotta turn this back on. Um, yeah. Mimi, um, yeah, threw everyone in prison. Ty says, uh, we only did I mean, it because we're trying to help. Right, but in her defense, like, she specifically says, she, I remember you tried to trick me, which, like, fair trying, enough. Yeah. Like, trying to trick someone out of a life of luxury and royalty? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's as good an opinion. A good reason to throw somebody in jail as I can think of. So, here is where Ty says a really annoying line. Have you completely forgotten the crest of sincerity? (laughs) You can't forget something you never knew, Ty. (laughs) Fuck you, Ty. (laughs) She doesn't know it's called the crest of sincerity. See, at least when Demi Devamon mentioned it, he might have known. Exactly, like, my, my, my oldest mom might have, like, had knowledge about all the crests and everything yeah. and what they do and such, but, but like... I mean, I almost doesn't. assume that Demi Devrimon has to know, because his whole goal is to get them to, like, forsake their crests. So, exactly. like, you have to know what the themes are in order to get them to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, makes sense. Um, Palmon starts crying, 
and tells Mimi, you're being really spoiled. So Mimi just leaves her in the dungeon with everyone else. Because <laughs> sure, Mimi is now ruthless. Yeah. Yep, she is so there's a two things a about this scene. One, I'm pretty sure that Gomamon and Palmon could just straight up walk through those gaps in the bars. Because mm-hmm. they're very big. Yeah. Yeah, and like Palmon and Gomamon are pretty skinny. Yeah. And two, there is a shot of when Mimi and the Geckomon are walking away, where Palmon appears behind the bars, but in front of the wall next to the cell, and it's really freaking me out. <laughs> it's obviously yeah, an animation weird. error where she's supposed to be behind the wall. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't it's make layered any sense. beneath her. Oh god, oh. I, I so hate she's this. like in between them. It's super weird. It doesn't. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate yeah, these animation it's, it's errors so good. much. And then we get this, like, shot of... We see Sora's silhouette out the window of the dungeon. And we hear her say, you know, what can I do? Because this weird so Sora side plot. Yeah, we're going to find out in a second what Sora can do, and... It doesn't make any so sense. Many qu- yeah, yeah, I have so many questions yeah. about this. So, we cut to a shot of the palace at night. And here's where I noticed that the palace actually has, like, little Otamamon that decorate the roof. Yeah, it's kind of, it's based on, like, an really old, cute. like, it's based on old, like, Japanese uh, feudal architecture. So it's yeah. got, like, but instead of, like, dragons and such on the ends of the roofs, it's got, roof tops, it's got Yeah, it's really cute. It's a nice Not touch. Cute. Here's here's the thing. They're currently reshingling my apartment, which is <laughs> mostly annoying, but I'm feeling like I should, like, request that they add some Otamamon. <laughs> <laughs> like designs. So oh, this some next odds. scene makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. What it is is swirling darkness. Just mm-hmm. because. So far, I'm with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I'm used to that. Yeah. That sounds like my dreams. I'm and Ethamon turn up, and they're all blur. We're evil. This is, you're describing some of my right. other dreams, but okay, sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We see the... Mimi. Still in the swirling blackness, is like backing away from them and asks the Geckomon and Otamamon for help, who are just nearby. And they just so say, at this point, at this point, Devimon and Edamon like ask, like try to convince her to become evil with them, right? <laughs> Wait, is that or is that just my dreams? <laughs> mm. But the Geckomon and Otamamon say, "No, you didn't sing for us, so we don't care about you." And she's like, no, I'll sing for you. Please help me. But they just disappear. She sees Ty and Joe and their Digimon and Palmon. And she's like, you guys will help me, right? And they all and just, just leave. Yeah, they're because... just like, like fuck off. Because you, you threw us in a dungeon. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, you threw us in prison. Like, what the hell? Uh, and she wakes up in her bed being like, please help me, Palmon. And friends and everyone else. Yeah, so yeah, so she actually sees Palmon separately and asks her to help yeah. and Palmon abandons her too. So she wakes up and Sora is in her bedroom. Um which okay. And I read Sora, you know how this goes. Do you know what your dream meant? Which okay. okay, so she saw the dream. Yeah. How did Sora see Mimi's dream? Like, is, does Sora have hell? superpowers we don't know about? Yeah, like, is she a medium? What the hell? Like, 
Again, it almost makes more sense if Kari appeared somehow. Like, at least we know Kari has like fucking superpowers. Yeah, she's supernatural to a large extent, even within this own goddamn show. Like, yeah. Uh, and then Sora says, "You know what you have to do to make it right." And then Mimi wakes up again. And her crest is glowing, and she's like, oh, where's Sora? We're, Sora's not around, but the door to her balcony is open. So, you know. How? Sora obviously snuck in through the balcony, I guess. How does this... I don't... This scene makes no sense. What? Sora Why? can see dreams and also disappear at will. I mean, that's just the power of the crest of love. Yeah, oh, is that what it Those does? are love powers. Yeah, breaking into someone's bedroom, that's love. So we cut to um, everyone who got thrown in the dungeon, and the Geckomon show up and like, hey, come with us. And they take them to the, um, the stage with Shogun Geckomon on it. And then Mimi sort of... Is there an elevator in this stage? I she think, just yeah. I think comes a, out of the, the ground on this stage. I mean, that's... I've been a stagehand for plays before, and yeah, that seems like something you could build pretty easily. Yeah, so There's she, usually a spot below the stage for somebody to, like, hang out. She comes out of the ground on the stage, oh, I guess an elevator, um, and she's wearing her normal clothes. She's not wearing the princess outfit anymore. And she apologizes. Yeah, her normal clothes. This, like, <laughs> her, yeah, her regular pink clothes. western a Pink aesthetic. cowboy. It's bizarre. Um, she apologizes to everyone, says, I'm sorry I've been such a jerk. Which, you have been a real jerk, Mimi. Yeah, like, usually a lot of the times when, in kids' shows, when characters go, sorry I've been such a jerk, and you're like, well, under certain circumstances I can see, like, why you may have believed this. Like, No, so, this for, is just yeah. Mimi, just, what were you thinking? Like, I would be more forgiving, like, when TK was apologizing for being such a jerk to Tokemon, but, like, he was, yeah, he's TK's a child. six. He, yeah, he's a child being manipulated. Like, Mimi's like a near teenager who's just kind of like taking advantage of everything around her. Yeah, she's yeah. been a she's been an asshole, and she's old enough to know she's been an asshole. And she yeah. says, um, "If you can forgive me, I'll sing for you." And everyone's like, "Of course, we forgive you." Hit the music. Isn't it funny that she still gives one last clause for her to fucking sing? <laughs> yeah, she's not willing to sing I mean... to be, to earn forgiveness. She's just gonna go. I mean, I'll sing. If you if forgive, you forgive me. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, she has something they need. So, by the laws of capitalism, she's <laughs> entitled to demand something for that. Is this is more so, Digimon feudalism, though, in this setting, at least. Yeah, she starts singing again, and we get these weird shots of like everyone else in the gang doing like backup dancing, but they're in the crowd. They're just, like, shaking their hands back and forth while she sings. Um, that is moral support, I believe. Yes. So Shogun Gekomon <laughs> wakes up and immediately goes on a fucking rampage because he liked his nap and didn't want to wake up. Mm-hmm. Right. Much like, much like Snorlax, he woke up in a grumpy rage and attacked. <laughs> but the first thing he does is immediately fucking start smashing his own castle. Like, this is I mean, his castle, and he's, like, kicking the walls down. I when mean, you, wait, when if you, you wake... were woken up in the middle of a nice nap... I would yeah. probably walk into the wall. I have done it on several <laughs> occasions. I mean, 
In this case, he's woken up from a depressed slumber. Dude's probably still down about shit. 300 year nap. Yes. <laughs> this shit lasts. It sticks with impressive. you. Impressive. I do like that while he's smashing down the walls and everyone's running away, one of the Gekomon yells out, women and Gekomon first. It, that's a great line. <laughs> yeah, fuck, your, fuck those Otama mine. <laughs> yeah, screw them. Um, we get a shot of Tai and Joe running away with Agumon and Gomamon, and the look on their faces is brilliant. <laughs> They've got, like, that wide-eyed, terrified yep. look. It's yep. so good. Look like Gomamon's wearing eyeliner. Yeah. It lingers, too. Like, that's, that's oh, yeah. a long segment for the show. Yeah. Because they have, like, a couple lines where they're talking, and then Shogun Gekomon starts to sing. And we heard how beautiful his voice was, and that only Mimi's voice was beautiful enough to wake him. It's I mean, not. <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. Edamon could probably have woken him up. Mm. Yeah. This... Probably. Shogun, Shogun Gekomon sounds like a... Bad lounge singer. Yep. Okay, um, there's there's an adjective used there that was completely unnecessary. I know it's a tautology, <laughs> but I'm mostly use that for emphasis <laughs> rather than for further explanation or description. <laughs> but his, his, I love his attack. He starts singing, and then his giant like tuba cannons that he has on each shoulder just shoot sound waves at people. And he just ripped a hole in the side of his castle and sent everyone flying out of it, aside from Mimi and Palmon. Yeah. Everyone just goes flying off of this bridge and into water, except Mimi and Palmon. Yeah, it only affects people who can't carry a tune. (laughs) (laughs) So Mimi's about to be crushed by a rock, but then Palmon digivolves the Togemon and just punches it. Because why wouldn't you? Like, honestly, no need for a fancy attack. And then Mimi's like, oh, thank you, Togemon, I'll give you a hug but remembers just in time to only hug the boxing glove. <laughs> because if you hug Togemon, it would be very, very painful. You're dead. You're actually dead. <laughs> like Yeah. And we get this great shot of Togemon's face that just zooms in. This is the second best face shot of this episode. Because Togemon's face is really fucking creepy. When you stare at it for too long, because it's like, oh, you see it in simple like scenes and stuff, it's fine. But well, when it lingers for more it than a the second, context, yeah, you see it in the context of the rest of Togemon, and it's fine. But when you just but, see a mouth and two eyes as holes, and it's smiling, yeah, and yeah, it you were almost about in? to say and two holes, which was the accurate way to explain that. <laughs> It lingers so long on this, like, slowly zooming in shot. It's so creepy. Just, no, Togemon. It's genuinely awful. Like, ugh, I don't like it. So, Mimi picks up the microphone from the stage and tells Shogun and Gekomon, like, you should be grateful for us waking you up. You can and... just call it Shogunmon. Like, his subjects call him that. Yeah, everyone, I don't know, like, why? <laughs> um, He starts to, like march up on her and he's gonna like I guess attack her but then Ikakumon and Greymon attack him through the gap in the yeah. wall yeah we literally they get a shot of screen. them like yeah like we get a shot of them attacking him out of nowhere yeah they digivolve off screen and just shoot through the wall and attack him um and he shoots also his... this is yeah go ahead this is probably the most obvious like scene of them using a stock Oh, copy yeah. of their attacks possible because 
Greymon literally does a Nova Blast in the middle of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this scene is taking place at night. Yep. So, this... I really don't like this scene, because he shoots his giant tuba cannons and knocks them over, and he jumps down onto the beach, and at this point, Greymon digivolves. Yeah, because this is a Mimi That's episode, right. so of course of this, course, we should get Metal Greymon. This Mimi-centric episode involving her realizing the importance of true sincerity and features her crest glowing ends with Metal Greymon. Yep. That makes sense. Lilymon does not show up for, like, another ten episodes. Yeah. I, like, not I even, don't get it. Not, this was not even the Joe's, perfect Not Mimi even a couple episode. more Digivolves. Like... Yeah, this was the perfect Mimi episode. It was all about her, and it ends with Metal Greymon saving the day. Here's the thing. The kids watching this can only handle maybe one or two Digimon Digivolving, like, beyond the what's already been established. It's so like we got we got where Garurumon like two episodes ago, and that's and then we got like Mega uh, Kabuterimon like last episode. Like that's more than the kids can handle. We got a whole arc of it working like this, though. No, the no, the kids can't handle it, man. Like this, like like we need to bring we need to bring the uh, the ones they're familiar with back, so as not to overwhelm. Them. I mean, I'm not like saying it was a bad idea because the real world arc was the best thing that ever happened to this show. But at the same time, this was so obviously set up to be a Mimi episode. And Look, Lilymon is like barely six feet tall. What's she gonna do against this gigantic Good fucking point. like? She's not even like she's not even close. She's the same but, size as Mimi, and but Mimi's then she, like, like twelve years old. But then so. she's like on need of a bigger foe when she first did evolve. So like that logic doesn't make, apply at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't bring logic into this, Jules. Come on. I mean, yeah, I'm so trying anyway, to be watching the Digimon. Hey, Digimon starts playing, which means they've won. Right. Um, exactly. Metal Greymon shoots his boob rockets. They go straight down Shogun Gecko Mon's tubers. I mean, that's just and natural. Like, like, kill him, right? Well, I mean, they bury him under the rubble of the building that collapsed. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. Does anyone remember what the death count was at? Because I think it was like 23? God, I don't know. I mean, that's close enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the scene immediately following Shogun Gekomon being shot with missiles and buried under a collapsed building is Mimi saying he deserved it. <laughs> and then everyone laughing. I mean, to be fair, he was kind of an asshole considering we went through all this work to, like, wake him up. Yeah, but they just straight up killed him. Like, I mean, they gave him a chance. They woke him up. He proved not to be, like, worthy of being awake. So they put him to to sleep forever. That's very dark. So we cut to an ominous castle. And we hear Myodismon asking Demidevamon if he really knew what failure meant. And we see Demidevamon hanging upside down by his leg from a chain attached to the ceiling over a pit of fire with a separate ball and chain attached to the same leg. It's a bad this scene. Is like, overkill on the torture mode this month. <laughs> like, he put him in a tree last time. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> he escalation. him with bats last time, and this time he's like, you are chained to the pit of fire. 
Yeah. On well, the plus side, we get like more of Myotismon this yeah, we time. Get to like, see he gets his color, color this skin. time. We don't get to see his face or a full shot of him, but we get to see like his shoulder and we get to see the colors of his outfit. So more Myotismon. That's the end of the episode, by the way, that scene. Demi Devamon saying, I really didn't know. Could I have a glass of water? And then Myotismon's shoulder. So, this episode, like, why did Metal Greymon have to be in it? <laughs> I, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, there's a lot of questions you could ask about this episode. Probably yeah. shouldn't. Like, that, that Lilymon obviously should have turned up. Should have, yes. Sora is somehow working her latent psychic abilities that we didn't know about. And Mimi developed the ability to sing. When she was Who known knows? for being a bad singer. Who knows? Yep. It's just bizarre. Some great, like, scenes, though. Pretty much everything involving Gomamon. Great, as always. Yeah, there's some decent comedy in this episode. There's some fun bits. Yeah, it's not all bad. Yeah. It's just mostly bizarre. Again, just not even for, like, animation or audio it's errors. It's bizarre because episode. of, like... But yeah, it's just weird because of the choices made in it by questions. outside production company. Like, what the fuck? You had Togemon turn up for one scene, and then we literally never see her again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't even see her de-digivolve. She's we there. didn't see her. She's there, and then she's not. She doesn't even really fight Shogunmon. Like... She punches a rock, and then that's, that's the last it. we see of her. That's it. She gets the entire treatment of the Earthbenders in M. Night Shyamalan's like version of Last Airbender. Yeah, I like oh, watching Togemon to fight. <laughs> well, when Tyler said she doesn't happen. punch a rock. It's so weird. But other than that, it was a good episode. If we just ignore, like, the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, we ignore most of Yeah. <laughs> I like the whole um, everyone trying to make Mimi realize that she's being a bit stuck up. And the secret plan to record her singing karaoke? Yeah. yeah. Again, pretty good. De- decent moments, yeah. yeah. So, so, do we have any questions? <laughs> yeah, we do. Because I've seen my Twitter page, and I know that there are some questions, but I'm not privy to them. One of them you're not privy to, uh, even though she first requested it to be anonymous, anonymous, but then uh, recanted on that request, I'll save that one for last. Um, okay, what else have we got then? We've got um, from friend of the show and co-host of Totally Reprise, as well as Let Me Tell You About Homestuck and Let Me Tell You About Evangelion, Ashley, who is at Yui underscore librarian on Twitter. If the Digimon kids formed a Sentai team, what ranger would they be, and would they use uh, and what uh, and would they use monsters to fight monsters? I guess so. I guess they have to. Like that's the only. Way there they is could. a Digimon Sentai team. Yes. But if we're talking about the Adventure Kids, like okay, would, Ty's obviously straight red. up. Ty is red. I would say Izzy would be blue. Yeah, Matt will be black. Yeah. Joe would be green. Would he? <laughs> no, because like, okay, green is not because he's socially the... awkward. No, but no, no, but I'm totally like, like green <laughs> in other shows outside of Mighty Morphin is actually like, is it always like the super badass, you know, six ranger? That's a good point. Yeah, like there's, there's only but think about it, there's only one does green fit six ranger for Tommy Oliver because he is just so socially anxious in every situation. This is very true. I c- I can imagine Tommy Oliver having an inhaler he doesn't want to talk about. 
I guess, like, obviously Mimi and Sora are pink and yellow. Yeah, that's true. Um, Although Sora doesn't really fit either of them. She's a bit more independent than either Kimberly or Trini. Well, no, but don't apply this to Mighty Morphin. Apply this to just, like, Sentai. Mighty is the one I know the most about. I know, but uh, think of it more like Sentai, then. She did say Sentai. That's a good point. (laughs) So, yeah, I can definitely see, like, um, Sora being the more, like, tomboyish yellow ranger that's usually in Sentai, and being the much girlier one as pink. Tiko would be white ranger, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, angel, white. It it, it fits. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, what would be their Zord Where's thing? Kari fit in? Kari would be, I think, like, one of those extra rangers who pops up. Eh. And I guess like, the O2 kids are, like, the ones that replace some rangers halfway through the season. I guess? Like, a B-team of sorts? Because they are a B-team. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can see, like, um... Is Davis the Rocky? As much as I don't want to, like, keep drawing comparisons to Power Rangers, is Davis the Rocky to Jason? I keep seeing things like with Davis and Ken being like um in Gokaja, they're Gokai Silver, he combined Oh, Rangers, I can see they that, combine yeah. each other. Yeah, that works. Well like Kamen Rider double. They work as Kamen Rider double. <laughs> Shit, that works really well, actually. Yeah, because Ken becomes a detective. Oh, you don't wanna You don't wanna <laughs> share a body or soul with Davis though. Like no. No, you really don't. It's not It's not good, on. It's not cool. No. Um Trying to think, then. Yeah. I guess like, that would fit. I guess in, they in, would in, have in, to use the monsters to fight. I guess it would be a bit like, I guess in JoJo's how they have the stands. It would be a bit like that, wouldn't it? I don't know. I'm so not up to that part of JoJo's. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. <laughs> From the basics I know about stands in JoJo's. Yeah, I've I've heard it's stands kind comp- of how they work. I've heard stands compared to Pokemon and Digimon. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they would mean, just be are like Pokemon or Digimon named after then, like rock music. Well, unfortunately, stands, not. The stands were originally named after tarot cards, but then Araki, the creator, kind of realized there's not that many tarot cards to name shit after, so you had to go to rock yeah, music again. Yeah, that's kind of a limited resource. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we've answered that question at least. Uh, moving on, it would be pretty good as a Sentai team, I think. Yeah, I think that would that would work. Disregarding well. the fact that there is. A Digimon Sentai team. Yes, which is Frontier, which is super weird. So weird. Anyway, um, got a question from friend of, uh, friend of mine, Sam, at EMP Mozart on Twitter. Uh, he That's asked... a great Twitter name. Huh? That's a great Twitter it's name. It's a fucking great Twitter name. Um, how dreamy is Yusung? God damn it, this is a question for me specifically Who? because... What? Yusung is one of the characters in that uh, visual novel dating sim I've been playing, Mystic Messenger. Oh, the one you've just been posting all over Twitter. Yes. Anyway. There's so much of this weird dating sim. It's a fun Not enough to know what it's about, but enough to know that it exists. I didn't even know it was a game at first because it is just all taking place in a chat room. So it's like, I didn't know people just taking screen caps of their conversations at first. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, basically, yeah, uh, Yusung is very much the pretty college uh, college student anime boy in the game. Great. <laughs> he plays a lot of MMO, though. He just keeps going on on, on about an MMO, and you, like, basically the romance part of him is trying to get him to stop being addicted to this game. No. <laughs> I know you if would say that. My playtime on World of Warcraft is anything. It's a show you should never stop someone from playing their favorite MMO. 
moving I on. I certainly don't have like, like you four days of playtime. Absolutely stop. I was about to say you. I think you got so far into it. I think you got the wrong message from that, Tyler. No, you're wrong. I'm certainly not going to start playing as soon as we finish recording. No, of course not. God damn it. Anyway, um, yes, you song is very dreamy. I, that's all I can say about it. <laughs> anyway, um, what's it called? Uh, from Tal, a uh, friend of ours on multiple shows. <laughs> this is a weird, it's a Tal question. Uh, what is Matt's political ideology, and why is it libertarianism? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm mentioning Matt as like a diehard libertarian. But TK is, like, the world's biggest Marxist. Yeah, I can see that. Although, no, TK, TK's too, like, nice and innocent. And, like, he's too gullible. But have you watched like, Try? Because I can yeah. just try Marxism. TK as being a Marxist. I guess, yeah. Like, he's the perfect, like, he's gullible enough to be the perfect, like, true believer of Marxism. Without yeah. being militant about it, because he doesn't, like... He'd expect everyone else to take to it as easily as he does. Yeah, he'd expect everyone to just see that, you know, obviously, it's the right thing to do. I don't know, and just... just expect everyone to follow, follow along. He's not nearly... How to put... <laughs> no, no, having, nice. having, having, no, having friends, at, having friends who are Marxists, it's just, like, he seems very much like the very milquetoast left-wing guy who thinks he's super progressive but actually isn't, like... <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Especially with his status in Try as, like, the mega-hipster. Yeah, like, he's doing this just because it's, the you know, the hip thing. It's not really, like, mm. he actually cares about his political beliefs at all. Yeah, I see that more likely, like... That. So this was a question about Matt and we talked about TK. Well, because... So... <laughs> well, well, That's fair. I mean, Matt's just completely uninteresting, let's be honest here, despite me owning the Crest of Friendship. But, uh... It's no, just because you couldn't find the Crest you're of Friendship. You're a better kindness. Matt than Matt is. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's not hard, let's be real. I'll put it this way, I think TK will honestly be, a, like, he is basically, to me, a bony bro in this political mindscape we've created. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, moving on to other questions. <laughs> uh... Um, well, first of all, we got, I'll do one question of this, and then my partner's here right behind me, and she's basically being my worm tongue, whispering into, uh, other questions oh, in my ear. So I'll get to hers in, in a short while, don't worry. Um, has she had as much to drink? No, she's not had a single drop, which I think she Damn. might be quite envious of me in that regard. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway, um... No, there's not. <laughs> it's me. I'm full. I'm full. Full of alcohol. I can't speak at the moment. Um. Anyway, a uh, friend of mine, um, Rob Cham on Twitter, asks. Uh, he linked a video specifically about the game Digimon World, and asked if any of us have played it. And the also, original. Yes. Was that a yes? Yeah, that was a yes. <laughs> okay, you just you went. Sorry, <laughs> right, I had a lot to drink. And we all have, Jesus Christ. I think Joel's passed out halfway. Yeah, hasn't talked very much in the last little... You good, Joel? Like, ten minutes or so? You going, you going good, Joel? Yeah, we've lost Perfect. Him. Perfect. Okay. Moving on. Um, 
Yeah, okay, and he asked if we ever played that, so Tyler, you have, I obviously haven't. Um, he then also, it's because it's a double barrel question, also asks, why do you think it was okay for Digimon to poo, but Pokemon was never okay with it? I think Pokemon was weak shit, that's why, in terms of anime. It's just because, like, Digimon started as the virtual pets. That's true, there was more of an actual, like, taking care So there was the whole, aspect. like, taking care thing was a big aspect of Despite it. Despite them being almost more sapient to some degree. Yeah, because the original Digimon world was basically the virtual pet with slightly mm. more detail, just sort of, like, tacked on to a weird story. You have a point, yeah. Um, um yeah. Also, uh, one of my partner's questions was, I have to go through, because she sent it through text and Twitter, so I have to, there's no, like, single <laughs> location for them, so I have to dig through multiple things. Um, God damn it. <laughs> this is such a shit show episode. Uh, she asks, Okay, this is an in-joke between her and me, I'm gonna, so I'm just going to blaze by quickly. She asks, what is the name of the herb that grows in Stormheim in World of Warcraft? She asks that because it is Fjorn the most... Fjarnskagel. Yes, Fjarnskagel, which it's the most Nordic name, but she's saying to me, to, she's telling me to say it probably, because with her, I've always pronounced it as Fjarnskagel. It's Fjarnskagel. I know, but I try and add as much guttural noise into it because it's the most ridiculous name. Because it's spelled F-J-A-R-N-S-K-A-G-G-L. Like, it's the most Nordic thing. It's very Nordic, and if you don't know, like, how Nordic pronunciation works, you're just going to be like, what the fuck is this herb? Yeah, so I always pronounce like someone who's first pronouncing Nordic words. I'm not going to do that (laughs) voice again, because my throat hurts after drinking. (laughs) Um, Did she actually... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, no, 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 that's the only question she gets. She gets one question a week from now on. New rule. No, 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 new rule. No, if, no, if they can't be localized if to one single area. If she turns up on the audio track, <laughs> I'm not editing that out. I actually even can't find the other question, so I have no clue. Anyway, <laughs> like, I actually can't find the question. I'm not even teasing at this point. I'm just covering for my fucking tracks. Anyway, continuing on this shit show, um, uh, a... Uh, someone else who follows me on Twitter, at Ariel Minor, asks, uh, we have, we have mentions in the ostensibly Australian segment, but they ask, what is everyone drinking? We will, that will come up, don't worry, in a short yeah. while. Uh, and what is your favorite drink? And if Digimon was a drink, what drink is it? Well, favorite drink. That is a bizarre question. Yeah, it is, I'm into it. Um, favorite drink for me oh, is just God. gin and tonic. I'm always a gin and tonic person, as it's alright, yeah. We can tell Joel's a gin and tonic person because he's passed out. Um, just gin and gin for him. Yeah, just gin with like a drop. Of... He may have actually passed out because he hasn't said anything for about no, fifteen minutes. No, like the mic picks up a little bit every now and then on his on the Discord screen, but who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Joel, best thing is he's recording the backup audio, so I don't know how that's going to go. Anyway, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, do you have a favorite drink or? Drink of choice oh, really? go to. I mostly drink ciders because it's like easy and cheap. No, that's fair enough. Cider's good. Which is funny because I know Joel doesn't like cider whatsoever, so he can't drink fucking... rum, so. Yeah. And like I said, mead that my mate makes. I still want to try that. Yeah, anyway. it's great. But okay, what drink is Digimon? Because we got to think of a drink that is cheap. Isn't that great? But you have fond memories of it anyway. So I want to say vodka, like bad vodka. Bad vodka is great for just getting you drunk. Yeah, like, it, it comes in a plastic flask, like, you can just... It, 
th- that doesn't break whatsoever. It is terrible. It's cheap. It gets the job done. But you might have had some fond memories on it. I think some strange sounds out of Joel. Are you back yet? I think he might have actually passed out, and that's just the mic picking it up. Oh dear. Okay. That's unfortunate. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So yeah, I think well, we've. He'll determined... let us know if he comes back. Yeah, we'll be fine. Um, it'll be really funny <laughs> when he wakes up. Uh. So yeah, I think Digimon honestly works as just cheap vodka. And the fact is, like, it keeps changing Digimon, so you just keep adding other crap to it's, vodka. Yeah, it's like cheap vodka. It's something you remember fondly, but then when you go back and try it again, it's like, like oh, god, as good as I remember. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, let me just double check if there are any other questions before I get to the coup de grace, so to speak. Oh, god. Okay, um, uh, at Lady K. Hirsch, uh, frequent question asker of the show who doesn't ask horrendous, awful, terrifying <laughs> Eldritch questions, um, asks, uh, what are your OTPs for Digimon? And if you have any, what are your no-TPs? I honestly don't care <laughs> about this sort of stuff in Digimon. It doesn't really work as well in Digimon. I jokingly ship Matt and Ty more than anyone else for funsies. I mean, um, I totally ship Gomamon and Tentomon, right? I can see that working as a couple, going on and tent on. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Uh, I don't. Hmm. I'm just trying to think because they are they are canon ships in they the show, are, and people get very upset about them. Which yeah, I, it surprises me how annoyed people got. It's probably bad that it doesn't surprise me, but yeah like it the fact that they barely hinted at and barely confirmed that Matt and Sora got at the end of adventure o two yeah there's like um, people are theorizing that the sora centric episode or movie of Try will focus entirely around whether or not she hooks up with Ty or Matt oh god like i I don't it's mind like, I don't really care about that aspect of the I, story. I personally don't mind romance all the time, but it has to feel earned and actually, like, natural within the damn Also, these story. are teenagers. Yeah, like, they... I, I I, had two group of friends from high school who went to neighbouring schools, uh, and for the folks who don't know, private schools in Australia are single-sex. So basically, there was an all-girls school and all-boys school. The amount of times the couples shifted around like goddamn musical chairs between that group... <laughs> was ridiculous so to me it's very much like i went to a public school so it was twice as bad i can we all imagine went to the same school i can imagine so yeah, yeah i like honestly nothing really the whole thing is me. like she ends up marrying and having children with someone that she started dating when she was like 12? Yeah, there's always been a fucked up concept Kinda for me. Kinda weirds me out. Yeah, there's always been a fucked up concept for me in fiction of just, like, having a partner you've known since, like, I don't know, say, late teens, early 20s. Fair enough, that makes sense. But to then, I don't like this whole concept of, oh, the first love you have as a child is your only love. Because that's kind of messed up and puts a lot of expectations. Yeah, like... like these it's, people have been friends since they were kids. It's kind of weird to expect them to just suddenly be in a relationship. And, like, it's... I like it almost better when stories do explore that, but it's more the case of, oh, they were uh, childhood romance. They got together as, like, you know, 
you know, early mid teens, they broke up, they met other people, and then they reconnected later yeah. on in life. That makes more That's sense. That's what I prefer. If they stayed friends after their stupid teen experiments, like yeah, that's oh, it, so it's, much better to me than yeah, she's been dating the same guy she's been dating since she was fifteen. Yeah, it's almost why like you know, uh, tangential, you know, uh, which makes no sense because frankly, this whole show is just made of tangents. I don't feel the need to really point that out. Like watching Steven Universe, I don't actually mind if Connie and Steven ever become like an actual romance. As someone who's like watched all of two episodes of Steven Universe, it's I have real no good. idea who that is. That, it, that's a real good show. <laughs> I've heard that. I just <laughs> haven't gone around to watching it. It's made me cry on multiple occasions. I mean, that's not hard necessarily, I, I've heard. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is this? No, no, no. Go, I've got one more question. Amazing then we go on to the, Then we go on to the like the the question, which is. I don't want to build it up too much, honestly, because I like I don't want people to be disappointed. But um, second last question is from a uh, uh, so um follower of mine on Twitter, Gwen at uh Doku no Koi D O K U N O K O I. So where do Digimon eggs come from? Did we ever when go Digimon into this? Digimon die? No, I know, but like I guess it is the thing like, where like in in terms of Digimon yeah, world it's like. Weird. Yeah, in the digi in the digi world, the question of which came first, the Digimon or the egg, the, it's the answer is actually the egg. The egg is just the data that they came in. Yeah, the way the digi eggs like appear is when a Digimon dies, it's reconfigured mm. into an egg and it's reincarnated. Yeah, like so it's there's always... no like increase in the number of Digimon. It's like there's a set number of Digimon and they just reincarnate endlessly. Yeah. It's weird, but the eggs don't really come from anywhere but the Digimon themselves, so it's yeah. a very Ouroboros sort of, like, Which is a, a lot of people have been, were theorizing that, because in the Digimon movie, there's the Agumon that they meet. Yeah, I wonder Who if is that's... a giant Agumon, and a lot of people are theorizing that maybe Ty's Agumon is that Agumon died, and turned into an egg and hatched into the new Coromon, I guess? Still don't explain the, the size difference, but who knows? Um, who knows? <laughs> anyway, now you know to the question. So originally, I'm really worried about Joel. What's happened to him? He'll be okay, he's a big boy. He can take care of himself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this came in originally as anonymous, but then she recanted. It comes from friend of the show Fiona Adams and co-host of HM96, the latest podcast to hit audio entropy. It's not a rewatch. Yeah, yeah, it's about Pokemon and just chatting with we'll folks about different evolutionary trees. So, fucking huzzah, we did it, folks. So what um, did she ask? <laughs> I had a lot of tweets where she was saying, I don't really like, want to ask I'm going to be honest, this is And then I want to ask anonymously, and yeah, then, to, like, to a me, private this, message? Maybe this is just a you know, statement on my sensibilities. I didn't find this that weird. But she okay. made a big deal out of it. Um, again, this is saying a lot about me. Uh, she asked, what would each of the Megaform's dicks look like? Yeah, alright. Okay. Were <laughs> you covering your face with your hands? Possibly. <laughs> I just sit like that normally. Fair it's enough. a conscious effort to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's a question. Do you There's think more ones would have a shield as well? <laughs> with just a tiny little shield? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Would Metal Guru Mons have the, one of the 
face on it like the missiles Surely do? Omnimon has two. Yes, he has to. He so that's has just, to. That, that's just logical, right? Yeah, I mean, no, there's two Digimon, two Digidestin, make one Digimon, so it gets two dicks. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, obviously. Clearly. That's pure science. Come on, people. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing I've had plenty to drink. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Other megaforms. Um... I mean, Rosemont would, would just be covered in thorns. I, I, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to answer this question seriously, Tyler. Take this. Come on. I've had entirely too much to drink to take anything seriously. Seraphimon would just be like a pure shaft of light? No, Seraphimon would be celibate. Would he be? Actually, he'd be like a Ken doll, actually. Yeah. Because he's like an yeah. angel. Yeah. Uh, Hercules Carpeterimon, I don't want to think about, actually. Has, like, a bedbug dick. Yeah, like, it's just a, it's just a fucking horned needle. Like, yep. it's awful. Just stabs things with it. Yeah, nah. Because he's terrifying and gross. Yeah, he's cool, but he's also terrifying and gross. Um, what's Joe's, what, what, I, I don't know the half name of these, honestly. Vikemon. Vikemon. It's basically, like, a yeti, but yeah. with like, mace cannons on his shoulders? Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be, like, a whole arm, like, in terms of, like, that's gotta be a bodybuilder's <laughs> arm, right? Like, that is straight up, like, I he's, suppose. Like, he, that's the, that's the second most fairy of the Megas, <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Phoenixmon? It's if, just made of fire. Yes, yeah, that that would be the it's plume of, It's just pure of, yeah. fire. It's just a jet of flame, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. What, what was Kari's? I don't remember uh, the name There's of it. two. Yes. There's um, Magnamon, which is like a... Yeah, the never-ending of... story, like dog yeah. thing, yeah. Basically Falcor. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you. And then it. there's Ophanimon, who is an angel. She's like a Valkyrie. Valkyrie, I can um, see almost being like Seraphimon, same way, built like a Ken doll. Yeah, they're very like, similar. Exactly. But... Um... Magnamon, that is the most fairy, is what I was referring to. Oh, the yeah. like... She's like a, a dragon dog. Like, hmm. we're, we're getting into some colossal scale then with that one. Um, <laughs> she, it's Magnamon's huge, like even in the show. Like, yeah. Well, she appears all of once. Yeah, I mean, she in is a dog as an well. An appearance that is possibly non-canon. We're not sure. True. I can't tell we'll because know when we get to Kari's episode in truck. So Magnamon is more dog-like, even though it comes from Gatamon. So I want to almost say this is actually more feline-like. Would that yeah, mean it's barbed? If Magnamon is what Kari's, like, Gatamon's mega actually is, that means Gatamon went dog, cat, angel, dog, dragon. Yeah, that makes Which... sense. I mean... <laughs> okay. Yo, not all dog, angel, dragons. Hashtag. Yeah. Stop trying to make that. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it work, damn it. I think we actually covered all the Megas uh, for Adventure 1. Yeah, yeah. Go us, and we actually went into it. Don't have, like, Megas except for one, so. That's, that's true. But what oh, would yeah. Imperial Dramon's dick look like? Oh, that just... <laughs> just a, but, okay, it'd have to be, like, another just cannon, right? Like... It's just another gun. Yeah. Because he's already got, like, three. He may as well have another one. Yeah, why not? 
<laughs> I'm surprised the third one isn't his dick already. Like, come on. Hmm. I'm still into well, the idea of... Metal- enough about Digimon dicks? I'm still, I'm still into <laughs> the idea of Metal Guru Mon's one just having the face like his missiles does. Oh, I'm sure it would. It ha- would have to have one of those weird, like, to. painted on, like, aircraft fighter jet faces, like... <laughs> like an angry face on Yeah, it? with the angry anime oh, eyes. Yeah, t- yeah. I I think we should finish up because Joel is missing in action. Joel might be dead. We need to... <laughs> so in anyway, our defense, it's... What time is it where he lives? It would be, like, honestly, I think... 2 a.m.? Like, no, 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 because we started... Oh, it might be 1 a.m. It might actually need to be mm, a.m. Yeah, right? mm, yeah. It's a weekend for him. We He's need... fine. He'll be okay. Don't worry. <laughs> He's only been drinking straight gin for like three hours. Again, though, like, it's just gin. It could be a lot worse. It's not like we got him to just drink moonshine. That's a good point. He started this as well. Like, it's his own damn fault. <laughs> He and he's not even here. Yeah, <laughs> he can't defend himself. <laughs> right. So, um, like usual, you can find us on uh, audioentropy.com. There's a bunch of other cool shows there. Like, uh, uh, there's a new one recently launched, HM96, which just... is a uh, cool show where every episode they talk about one Pokemon and its evolutionary line. Yeah, the host Fiona, our friend, she basically interviews someone about, like, she. Previously, it asked people to pick out a Pokemon from the first generation, and just, like, th- that's the evolutionary line they're going to talk about. And I will the be on it at some point as well. The first episode has um, Chris Sims as a guest, which so blows my goddamn mind. Well, the thing that most people who don't know Fiona as well as I do know is that she's got, like, major contacts and networking within the comics community, which is really awesome. Crazy. And, like, it's great it's that she's so actually, cool. like... Not even just context, she's friends with all those people, so it's awesome. And Yeah, that, that's a new show that comes out every yeah, week. check it out, it's really cool. And and I'm not just saying that because I'll be on it eventually in like a couple of months. Whenever we get to the Pokemon you want to talk about. Which is Arcanine. Like, okay. I've already booked a guest Pretty appearance, cool. like, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you, we've also got War and Beast, uh, which is still going on, which is a great show about Beast Wars. Yes, it's another rewatch podcast. We're getting to other shows. We have other shows like HM96 is another show. There's your upcoming show, which is still upcoming. Okay. Basically it, everyone the, knows about it. A teaser is going to be recorded in within the next 24 hours. Once that's released, we'll then just fucking name the show. Like, because we just found how awkward and cluggy it is just call it like this unnamed future project. <laughs> yeah. There's also another show that didn't originally start as part of the network, but we decided to bring them on anyway about Take them under our wing so to speak yeah it's about the it's another rewatch we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> about the DC animated universe so like Batman and Superman the animated series Justice, Justice League, League all that yeah. stuff uh, it's called All Along the Watchtower it's hosted by someone uh, Zach not Zach from Teenagers with Attitude another Zach he's guested on TWA before yeah, that that's joining soon. There's there's like a lot of shows on our network. We're expanding yeah. as we go along. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes if you want. Please do any of us, not just yeah. us, anyone on the network. But please leave a review for us, like just because you know it's fun. Even if it's bad, we'll take we'll honestly take criticism in, into account. Frankly, uh, if you have any questions, you can send them to either me at teamswithtude at 
<laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? I've had too much to drink. I need to finish. Yeah, send out our questions to Teams with Tude. See them answer questions about Digimon. I'd love to see that. You can find us at Digital Moncast, which, you know, is not Teams with Tude. No, it's not. Um, Definitely not. Or you can email us at uh, digitalmoncast at gmail.com. They don't have to be about Digimon. No. As we've demonstrated. I even we'll said in my call-out tweet for questions thing. saying, like, hey, yo, we don't, uh, we even sometimes encourage you to not, for them to not be about Digimon. And a Twitter follow my just went, sometimes. Yeah. Which is a fair point to make. Yeah, and you can also send questions to me at GatsbyLow on Twitter, which is where I basically farm a lot of my, the weird and wonderful questions I get. Yeah, we get a lot of questions from Jules. <laughs> Most of our questions come from Jules. <laughs> we get very few that aren't from you. <laughs> I, and mostly because like people know my my threshold is very high for stuff, so I'm just willing to say anything out yeah. loud on the recording. Mostly we, for shock value for you. We should finish up because I'm pretty sure Joel might be dead. I mean, after the recording finish, I'm gonna bang on my mic really loud and see if it wakes him up. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see everyone next week. Yeah. <laughs> so long. Take. Bye. <laughs> hope, hope for the best with Joel. He did not come back.
welcome to the Digital Moncast Australia segment. And right now, it is past midday, so... We all know what that means. <laughs> Woo! I hope that picked up on your mic as well as it picked up on the chat. Cause... It picked up pretty well. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, this is going to be evident in the main recording. Um, it'll probably be brought up, but explicitly mentioning right now, at the end of the podcast, I guess, we all decided to just fucking drink tonight. Well, today, I guess. Today, tonight for Joel. It's midday. It's midday. I just yeah, mentioned um, midday. Yeah, ironically, this end segment's going to be the soberest part of the show. Yeah. And even the I've soberest actually almost is finished. with a qualifier. Yeah. I've actually almost finished my first drink, so... Let's go around the table. <laughs> uh, who's drinking what? Joel. Um, okay, so I started with... Um, I picked up a six-pack of Sam Adams Oktoberfest, which is like, just a fantastic beer. Nice. Um, yeah, it's the... It's the one, really the one good thing about, like, it becoming fall is good drinks. Like, yeah, it's, it's like the one good thing we've got going for it. Like, it's going to be a winter hellscape here in, like, a month and a half. So might as well drink up. But, yeah, so I had a few of those and um, I decided I should probably scale back a bit since we've got a podcast to record. So I made myself a gin and tonic. But yeah, I'm class it up a little. Yeah, yeah. You know, just something, uh, something I can sip. But then I yeah. finished that, and that was all my tonic, so I'm just drinking a gin and gin now. I just realized I haven't, I haven't really eaten. In a, mm, okay, oh, yeah, I haven't eaten since breakfast. Oh, yeah, I, made a, I, made a, I also made a Totino's uh, party pizza. Which I that sounds good! And, yeah, it was That's great, so and uh, then I followed that up with some microwave popcorn. Oh, I have microwave popcorn. Shit, I should get some of that. Yeah, the problem <laughs> with popcorn is it's crunchy and you're constantly eating it yeah <laughs> good podcast point. food yeah That's a good point tyler what are mm. you drinking i am drinking murray's apple shack cider nice which was very oh, expensive oh, and we... i'm never going to buy it again <laughs> are we are we, pimp, are we pimping brands because i only drink tangeray like <laughs> i'm, I'm a bit a... of a gin snob I, no i'm i'm a gin person as well i am very much a hendrix person i've also heard there is okay. a brand here in Australia called Hippocampus, which I've heard is, like, Ooh. scarily smooth. Like, you can just drink it like water. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, I need yeah, to look okay. into that. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> add that to my travel list just right now. <laughs> I think the smoothest drink I've ever had was when my friends and I went camping a couple of months back. One of my friends is a beekeeper. That's his job. Ooh, And I he like was like, yeah, I'll make us all a bunch of mead. Yes! Drink while oh, we're yeah, camping. mead is fantastic. And not only was this, like, I've had mead before, and it's great, but mm-hmm. his mead in particular was so, like, goddamn smooth, you would drink, like, half a bottle of it. We had them in just one and a half liter soft drink bottles, like Coke bottles, is where we were storing it. And you would drink half a bottle of that, and wouldn't even realize that it's alcoholic. Until you realize that it's like 20% alcohol. <laughs> so then you go to stand up and you're just like, what happened? Where am I? Those are the those drinks are the best. The ones that you don't even realize you've had until you stand up. Yeah, we went through about 40 liters of it in three days. Jesus Good Christ. Ty- anyway. <laughs> uh, but Jules, what are you having? I'm having a Montis uh, crushed apple cider. Made from uh, New Zealand apples. Quite nice, actually. Uh, I was going to go with um, Five Seeds, which I've got in the fridge as well, but I actually, it, which just because that's got a higher alcohol content, I wanted to make this the trashiest <laughs> podcast episode we do. 
Um, which is saying something, knowing our standards, <laughs> or lack thereof. Yeah. But it was the fact that I thought, I actually thought to myself, no, I want the hiss of the can opening to pick up on the mic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's important. Like this is this is an Very audio cool. medium, so you really need that foley work. Yeah, I'm, I want to I want to paint a picture. I, I want to you know, God, I'm already slurring a little shit. Uh, well, the problem is that I'm drinking this, having just taken my hormone pills, which is not the Ooh. first time I've which is not the first time I've taken hormone pills with alcohol. This <laughs> definitely not. The Are first you supposed time. to take do those? those do those interact? Do those interact at all? I mean, it's not like in any adverse effects, really. Like I'm lucky in the sense that um. Okay, I should probably save this for like the show uh, Molly and Ashley and I are doing. But essentially, uh, the anti the um the testosterone block I take is actually better in Australia because the one I take doesn't affect your liver nearly as much. So you, oh, so you like, can drink more. That's good. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, that as well as the fact that I've not had breakfast really, so I'm drinking on an epi stomach on hopped up on estrogen. So this this should be a fun episode for everyone oh, around. That'd be great. <laughs> Be fantastic! Yeah, get ready for this, folks. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me. I had a I had a drinking buddy in college. Well, more than a drinking buddy, but like we were in um we worked together at school, and then uh, we had some classes together. So like, oftentimes we'd go out after work and school just to blow off steam. And um, at one point, like I got drug out at like eight p.m., which I mean in college isn't as big a deal, but it's still yeah. kind of later than I like to. Like go out like at the point I yeah. kind of settled down. I was watching TV. I was yeah, you know, no, ready to settle enough. in, and yeah, I got berated into going out. And so I'm like, well, <laughs> I'll go hang out with people for a bit, but I really I don't want to get drunk tonight because it's like mm-hmm. a weekday and it's already super late. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I went out and I was just like nursing one drink, and um, she was just like gone already. And nice. It was nice. driving her nuts. Yeah, it was driving her nuts that I wasn't like getting nearly as drunk. Yeah. And so she was pushing her antidepressants on me because with Ooh. one of those, like one drink knocks you out. Hmm. Hmm. I, I I opted not to, but there are times when you know you kinda wonder I could save a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean just keep a few just keep a few pills on hand for those no, really tight th- I I mean that's kind of a thing. I'm I've sure there with... are safer ways to get yourself absolutely plastered. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed for a definite fact, like, having started taking hormones, my tolerance has dipped a little bit. I can still fucking put them all the way and not have a hangover in the morning, because I apparently inherited my mother's liver. So, yeah. Although there is the most annoying thing of drinking for me, which has not been affected by hormones whatsoever, which is kind of annoying, I fucking hate getting Asian flush. Really badly. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah, no, it is a thing. Yeah, it is what? a thing in... Do you not know about the Tyler? No. Okay, Asian flush, for people who don't know, there's other terms for it, like Asian glow and such around the world. Basically, for a lot of... um, I don't know if this only applies to mostly... Oh, is it like Asian red folks. nose? No, it's... it's Okay, imagine red nose, but apply to your whole body. So basically, uh, again, I'm going to apply this in a general sense to uh, Asian people. I don't know if this affects primarily Asian, Southeast Asian, or South Asian people, but I know, for a fact, with me and my family... Uh, there's a thing where a lot of Chinese people are missing an enzyme to actually process alcohol properly. It doesn't necessarily affect, uh, 
like our drinking capability, it does mean a lot of us are more susceptible to things like you know tongue cancer and liver ca- liver cancer when it comes to drinking. Oh, good. So, oh, you know, good. That's, but again, that's wonderful. But again, it's more susceptible in terms of like a small percentage. It's still a percentage, but still. Um, however, for the most part. My family is pretty okay with that, knock on wood. Uh, however, <laughs> it does mean that this missing enzyme means that you don't process alcohol nearly as well, which means that you actually start going bright red in the face at even the first sip of alcohol. I'm not quite tipsy yet. I've not reached that point. I've only like three sips into this can of cider, but I know I'm already like blushing bright red right now. <laughs> Fantastic. I can feel it. It's really annoying. So I'm very sad because I finished my drink and I don't want to get up to get another one in the middle can, of the recording. We could take a break at the end of this segment to grab more. That's a good point. But like, yeah, so this segment, like, the segment that officially hasn't started yet, we're nine minutes into. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I will say. Oh, what was it? Um, the weird thing I found is though there is a specific brand of antihistamine here in Australia, uh, Zantac. Basically, you take it for hay fever and other things like that. If you take that before drinking, I've noticed that amongst me and my Asian friends, we don't get flushed nearly as much. Interesting. I've yet to really look behind the sciences. I know some cases, like this is actually a thing as well, like with different brands of antihistamines across the world, but it's really funny to me that I can just take this very harmless pill, which is, you know, you can take just on like any spring day and be fine, and... I don't get flush, which is great. However, this oh, is a blush aud- blocker. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, however, this is an audio medium. I don't give a fuck that I'm flushed. It's going to be really funny when my mom asks what the hell is going on with my face at the moment and wondering why <laughs> I'm drinking. But you know. Come I on, mom. I've been that. podcasting, you know. Well, no, but I'll say it's like my mom's the sort of person who bought a, who bought a fucking poster in the UK when visiting my sister that just says, drink more gin. That's literally all it says on the yeah. post. <laughs> it's a good life motto, really. It's yeah, really good. good. It's really good. We should... A good word. Good words to live by. We should probably talk a little bit, like, at least a little bit about Australia, because I did call this the Australian segment, ostensibly. I mean, yeah, we're but... talking about drinking. Isn't that Australian enough? Oh, that's really Australian, Australian. I mean, I've already mentioned Guna Fortune on Teenage's Attitude. I don't want to have to go through Guna Fortune again. Guna Fortune's an Australian cultural icon. It's an institution. We can't just ignore it. Like, I don't know, the fact that we created a drinking game where you attach a bag of alcohol to a fucking clothesline and then spin it around, whoever it lands at, you just fucking chug. Like, See, that's way more effort than we Americans would put into drinking. Like, our drinking games are just, like, get a funnel and drink as much beer as you can without choking. Some of the more impressive drinking I've seen was I went to a concert recently where the lead singer of a band got crowd surfed out off the stage, and then he hooked his legs around the lighting fixtures and hung upside down while someone else standing above him gave him a beer bong. Nice! That's yeah, all right. That's pretty sure. dope. In the middle of a song. <laughs> you know what? This is a great time to just fucking talk about how much Australians actually hate Foster's beer. Yeah, let's talk about that, because yeah. it's shit. Yeah, okay, it's yeah, not a I thing mean, here. most of the beers you associate with America suck too. Like, national yeah. beers are bullshit. No, they really are. But it's weird because I don't think this was a thing where Australia chose as national beer or anything. No, Everyone, no, no. We yeah. chose that for you. Yeah, you basically went, oh, yeah, Foster's, eh? It's like, no, fuck you. Like, it's a terrible so, beer. At least with, That's America like, for you. Sh- at least with, like, the <laughs> shitty American beers, 
people still actually drink those? Yeah, like that. You know, people. Yeah, there is people, not a those soul people in Australia. Them. There isn't anyone in Australia that drinks Fosters because you just can't buy it. Yeah, it's Nowhere only available at like tourist traps and stuff. Like that's hilarious. It's not a thing here. Like, and you go overseas <laughs> and you see all these ads where it's like Fosters is Australian for beer. It's like I couldn't get. Fosters, if I wanted to, it's, it's like the it's like the American stereotype of like, oh, Americans just all eat cheeseburgers and stuff. And you go to America, like there's one place in Washington D.C. that sells cheeseburgers in all of America. Like that's kind of what it's like with Fosters here in Australia. Yeah, you just you don't get it. It's I mean, so that, weird. That, that seems about right because America likes to talk about other cultures, but they don't. We don't actually want to know shit no, but see, the oh, God, no. about thing other is cultures. Less an American thing; it's more a British thing. Really. Yeah. Yeah, like, you go to the UK, and you get hundreds of ads for Fosters. It's yeah. everywhere. Which is weird, considering that, like, the UK and Australia we, have been fairly close. We kind of got double-dipped on the whole cultural imperialism thing. Which is a hell of a sentence I <laughs> oh, say, you guys tips on oh, you guys are still, Oh, you guys are still doing that whole, like, British imperialism thing? Oh, that's, that must be rough. <laughs> I mean, it's the fact that, you know, we've yeah, also... Yeah, that's so, that's so 220 that. years ago. <laughs> is it? Uh, no, I, sh- I should not try and do drunk math. Jesus Christ, no. I'm I'm estimating it's been more. It's been more. It's been more. It's been more because like it was 1774, Okay, I always mix up that. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Australia. Yeah, it's weird how Foster's is such a thing when like there are other shitty beers here that people actually drink at least, like VB like Forex, yeah. VB. VB is such a fucking thing. Like, what yeah, the but fuck? did you, did mm-hmm. did you rename any of your beers to be the same name as your country? Well, that what? happened, didn't it? Yeah, yeah that like did. Bud, yeah, Budweiser. I mean, supposedly Budweiser renamed themselves as America, but like, I haven't ever seen that. I've seen people talking about it, but I've never actually seen it. What? Did you just call it Buzzweiser, which is a much better I mean, name I said, in my opinion? I said Budweiser, but like, I didn't say That's it very clearly. That's what Tentamon calls it. <laughs> god damn it oh god sh- which wait why are okay. you bringing digimon into this yeah well, <laughs> we've had a glorious digimon show. we've had a glorious 15 minutes of digimon free talk conversation here come it's on not even 15 minutes i mean if you actually if you count everything i've uh been recording in the backup it's been like a, almost an hour even then, that's been an hour like of Digimon free talk. We've actually not mentioned Digimon at all during the pre-recording. I think. I'm sorry, I broke our streak. Jesus Christ, Tyler! <laughs> we <laughs> saved Digimon for the Digimon part, which we're only doing because we just need a topic to talk about. To, you know, talk yeah. shit as friends. It's just, a, it's really here. just, yeah. yeah, it's really just a formality just at this point. <laughs> it's still great. We love, like, I still love this show, but holy shit, like. Oh no, I have a ton of things to say about this episode, but like. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm having so much fun just talking about non-Digimon stuff. So like, I'm in no should, hurry. We, should we get to this episode? And oh. I'm only asking because we will take a break between this and starting, and I can grab another drink. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm realize, almost like, out. Yep. Because okay. I realize I can't. Knowing how long we record, I can't make a can last this long. My girlfriend's coming over today, and she's gonna cut. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Well, I just, just need like, to have. You just need to have you shots. You need to have shots on hand. To get her so she can catch up when she gets here. I might there. have fucked up the social equation just a tiny bit. 
It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll have to get started on this show. So yeah, let's go talk about Digimon. End, I guess. So I guess okay. Like, so goodbye, this was everyone. Yeah, this was the sense of the Australia segment. Thanks, guys. So uh, have fun comparing the end of this segment to the end of the Digimon segment. Yeah. Oh boy, that's going to be an interesting. We'll see everyone segment. at the end of oh, that. Yeah. I guess. See you on the other side, folks. After that, he might not wake up for another 300 years.